Hockey Town celebrated three championships in seven years, and rarely has someone so tough played so pivotal a part. McCarty draws, McCarty in, McCarty scores! A magnificent goal! Down McCarty! Show that play. Larry Arnold, Shanahan, I love you, but you're a mess. I, I am a mess. I'm a work in progress, I guess you could say. Heck yeah, a little late on the gun, but that's okay. All this construction around. This is Wednesday night, uh, 9-11-19. Yes, 9-11-19, 18 years to the day since uh, the World Trade Center disaster. I am your... Host of Grind Time with Darren McCarty. Yes, I am him, Darren McCarty, along with my co-host, Perry Vellucci. Perry, how are you? Good, Mac. Uh, my, excuse me, my producer engineer, Michael McCool. How are you, brother? Doing all right, man. Good, good, good. Nice work this week. Thank you for uh, all your help uh, with what we'll mention to later. Um, obviously, if you're listening to us here, you can look around and see that we're in the beautiful... Uh, Radio for One Studios, uh, Radio for One Studios, which also gr- uh, the Grind Time with Darren McCarty family and the Detroit cast with Mike Walters and Jay Boger, Sunday to Thursday, right here. And also, uh, Jay Chris Newberg, our buddy out in California with Heroin as a new publicist. So uh, you can get those all here. But tonight, I'm pretty stoked. And Josh, I'm stoked that you're out. You're here, but uh, Josh, real director of the Russian Five documentary, hey, um, friend of the show, um, is here with some. Uh, he's going to get into some uh, great Russian Five news later. But uh, my first live uh, guest and uh, my my Hall of Famer, as you can see, because he's he's certainly up in my Hall of Fame. I believe he'll certainly soon get into the NHL Hall of Fame. You're in the you're in the Michigan Hall of Fame, right? Sports yeah, I, see, I snuck in there. You're, boy, you're good. Uh, <laughs> there he is, ladies and gentlemen. You can catch him on Fox Sports Detroit doing the color commentary. That is number 30, three-time Stanley Cup champion, my buddy Chris Osgood. Give it up for Ozzy, yeah. folks. Thanks for coming in, Ozzy. Uh, man, dude, uh, so how's life? Let's start off, let's, <laughs> let's start off right there. How, how's life in 2019? It's great. It's, it's great. You just yeah. came off the ice. Yeah. Uh, Life slowed down a bit. You know, when you get older, Mac, you got to reorganize yourself just a little bit. But uh, coaching my son's hockey team, my girls are playing soccer, trying to stay in half decent shape, Mac. You know, you got to do that as well. You're looking great. By the way, this is, I, I'm overwhelmed how great this room is. I, I'm impressed. I wasn't expecting any of this. And you, you know, this, this is a great setup. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Didn't take me long to get here at all. I was behind again late. Now, I knew, thought you were going to say something about me being late. No, no. But, that, Mac, that, I've listen, really turned that, that around. I'm on time all the time now. I'm not rushing to the first tee anymore. I'm there early hitting balls and getting ready. So I was a little bit uptight that I was late, but I was coaching my son's hockey team. Got locked know, up on eight mile and had to do a little bit of U-turn, but got here eventually. But you remembered, but it, was, I checked remembered it was me, not Drapes, right? Because you know oh, how stickly. If it was Drapes, I wouldn't even showed up. He'd been so mad. You I can't know. do it. He, right. When he's mad at you, it's over. It is. Tell, you you want to talk about that? Because I think the it's, dichotomy, and, and this is where I want to start people it's off. It's calls that he doesn't answer, and then you know he's mad when he doesn't answer your calls. Yeah. And then you're in trouble. But, but to be fair, you and Maltz are really, really not very good 
at when attention. you guys don't want to. My, can you can you explain that? to My attention at home? to detail has gotten much better it in has. my older age. Now, would you say that's because of your your current? Um, uh, status doing television and yes. maybe having to travel and be a member. I of the would media? say just being a lot more organized um, in life in general. Yeah, you figure out shit after a while. You decide one day it, you can't be doing the same stuff and, and and make it to the finish line. So just getting organized and having a lot more fun doing it. Um, you know, the TV gig was hard at first. I I didn't really love it the first year I did it. Um, last year I really started liking it for the I, first time. Um, Mick's awesome. I'm blessed to be able to learn from two Hall of Fame announcers, Mickey Redman and, and the great Ken Daniels who had his event for his son, which was absolutely fantastic. It was awesome. The other it? night. Um, but you know, and that's kind of been, I've been lucky my whole life. I mean, when I came to the Red Wings, I got an opportunity to learn from Mike Vernon. Alan Bester and the Myers, and we were in that. Yeah, dude, we'll, we'll get to those stories later. Oh my God. <laughs> um, um, Tim Shovelday. I mean, the guy, you learn uh, perseverance from somebody. Yeah, he was booed on the ice. A lot of bad stuff happened to him, but he fought through everything. Uh, tons of respect for that guy. But I got to play with a lot of great veteran goalies and a lot of young guys coming to this league. They don't get that. How they're, about they're when, in and out. How about when you, when you left? And then you went to the to the aisle, and then St. Louis, and the, how about? The, I how, still say I should have never left. Now that I think back on that, I should have stayed and played with Dom because I ended up playing with Dom anyways. Right. But I didn't have much of a choice then at the time, or maybe I did. I you never sit down and, and really talk about it. You're just kind of well, I guess I'm leaving. Um, was it would have worked. Was it? Yeah, it, it, it was tough leaving. It was tougher seeing that I had to come to Detroit five games in the season. That was no fun. And. Uh, Anyways, the toughest games I've ever played. Let's see. Yeah, let's, ta- let's talk Sucks. about this because when it I went terrible. to Calgary and I mean, got bought out or whatever, my greatest thing is I stuffed one. I wrap around on Manny in Calgary against. Did Detroit. you score on me? No, I, I don't, <laughs> dude. I was. I had five minutes in the game. Like so, the, the, the most nine shifts in, in any particular game I played. The most relief and I wouldn't say anger, but disappointment was when we lost in overtime the home opener for the Islanders and. Really wanted to win that game, and we were winning, and you guys scored. I think Brett Hall might have scored. Yeah, he did. And then uh, they had, like, you guys had, like, a 3-on-0, and Drapes had the breakaway. And, and you know, <laughs> really it was uh, stunning to me that he passed it to Brett Hall, who went over to Steve Eisman, <laughs> who one timed it, and I was in that old-fashioned uh, pad stack match. <laughs> it didn't really work. Hey. Uh, and we're, to me, that was, that one from Uncle Kenny, Kenny yeah. Holland, though, right? The pad stack from watching him back in the hat. And I remember I stayed at that beautiful hotel across from the uh, from Nassau Coliseum, and I went back there, and I was and Jenna was there with my uh, with with Mackenzie was young, and her sister with her young boys, and her boys were fired up because they lived in New York to see me play in New York, and I was pissed. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't right. much of a host. I sucked that night. Right. And I thought to myself after, well, this isn't really not that big of a deal. You got to get over this shit and start to be, act normal. But I, you know, I disappointed the people that were the closest to me that night. The yeah. way I acted after the game, walking across like it was all about me. It was never about me. It was just no. about playing this game that we like playing, but I wanted to beat Detroit so bad. I know. And, and, and shove it to him. Then it didn't happen, especially in the fashion. I think we were leading with like 30 seconds left. Well, Perry brought up I remember, I remember watching that game. Perry, was you brought it, up a I, good I, point. There had when, to be goalie interference, if I recall. Well, Perry, I don't know were, about were that. Were you reffing that game, Perry? Yeah, Perry might have been reffing. was your own defenseman. My own defenseman? He was spinning also. Perry, tell him what you said. Ozzy, Perry's got your back because guess what Perry said when I looked up because I want to see. Oh, uh, you said. You know the goal scorers for them that game? You don't have to say. All Hall of Famers? Yes, thank you. There, right to the point. Those are the only guys I I had your back on that. Perry Vellucci, right to the point again. 
Boom. <laughs> Nailed it. Four well, that's games. what we do. Thanks, Perry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Got my back. I agree, I agree it was tough. My, my favorite moment, obviously, playing against Detroit was scoring on Manny in Calgary on a wraparound, but I laid Maltz out in front of oh. the bench, and he still knows See, it. even when you played with him, you still wanted to hit him. That's the thing. <laughs> Well, then when you got to play against them, you wanted to do it even more. One of the biggest pain in the asses ever to play. Nobody realizes that as much, but league known, guys hated hated them. Like, would you sit in your would you sit in your net and, t- and talk? Like, look at him on here. The guy? I, he got, I know. I got this. I don't even know. I just threw it on when I came. I here love the dude. He's got the grind line <laughs> shirt on. Who's the best looking on there? I don't even know. Is <laughs> yeah, that great? Joey's got to be. Joey. Yeah. Me, yeah, I look angry. Why am I so sad? Why yeah. do I got a sad face? I know you got to frown. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't ever frown. Dude. The guy that's tried the most should be the most happiest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> what a shirt, though. You know, I get compliments on this thing all the time. Somebody, yeah, that's my awesome. My friends in Canada try to take it, but I got this thing. What was down. it like being in that? Down. Watch it, like, because you used to just shake. Anybody who knows, and let me get back to, to you said you're comfortable being the uh, on the TV, and you and as I've watched this since I was down in Florida when you started, and I used to, I always comment because I think you got the best ties on TV, but um, <laughs> do you would see your comfortability. I'm happy. I don't tie him though; he ties him. He's got the best knot ever. Uh, it, the dude, knot. no, bro. I always text him. I go, man, that tie is a sick because they're you pimp. Go, hey, you got to admit, admit your faults. I can't tie a very good tie, so he ties them for me. There you go. There that's, you go. That's it. He could Problem never solved. be on time, so Drapes used to dr- oh, bring him Drapes everywhere Drapes so else. mad at me. Where, oh, He's mad at you geez. now? No. Oh. Back when we lived at the riverfront. Oh, boy. Yeah, <laughs> I'd forget to pay the bills. I'd forget everything, and then he'd always get in trouble for it, and... We were in the elevator once, and the manager was in there with us, and she was just eyeballing us. I'm like, why is that woman so mad at us? He goes, that's the manager of the building. We haven't paid her, our bills, and we wrecked the room. I'm oh, my God. <laughs> no, my favorite is... Comfortably now, Mac, that's a perfect way to be. Absolutely. My favorite is when they, the security knock on the door, and Odds would go to the door, and, yeah, Chris Draper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the old riverfront, well. It was good. But yeah. no, the personality, because your personality... Um, it comes out now on TV. Not only the way that it's, we talked about it, messing around with Keats or or learning, but it, it the enjoyability. What is the greatest? Like you must have just sat in that because you never really talked because of watching the game yeah. when you played. But just some of the things you've seen on the ice, like you talking about Maltz and and back in the day with what him and Drapes used to get away with. I say something all the time or I go into piles and say, hey, what's going on? And there'd be sticks and elbows and whatever. These, these I like when there's like line brawls and I could sit back and have like the best seat in the house. Just like could just kind of stand to the side. I remember when Shani first got traded to uh, Detroit from, from Hartford and we are playing Chicago. Proby was there and he fought Proby and yeah. Proby... And I slashed Proby by accident. I didn't know it was him. You know when you're in the heat of the game. And I hit him and he turned around. And you know when, when he's mad, he kind of yeah. breathes through his nose and he gets all like like mm-hmm. kind of like a bull. And I'm like, I'm like, oh shit. Like, because he suckered Rando, remember? Yeah, I'm like, he's yeah. going to knock me out cold. Yeah. Fuck. I'm like, so I'm like trying to talk to him. Like he knows me, but yeah, I don't think right. he did at that no, moment. Be- he, was, it was, he was looking right through me like I out. was going to die. Yeah. And Shani came and saved me. And Shani actually pushed the net off. And those two fought good Four or five minutes. I Unbelievable. Know. Right, I was stood right there and the fans were standing up. It was outstanding. So I, to get a chance to see how things transpire from, you know, the best seat in the house is always good. Seeing a lot of a lot of your fights. Uh, listening to Drapes Chirp guys nonstop was classic. But he also listened to, like, when you listen to the superstars chirp each other with stuff you wouldn't expect them to say. You're like, that, that was pretty damn cool there. I just heard Wayne Gretzky <laughs> say that over to whoever over here. And it, it's, it's interesting. You sit there as a goalie, you kind of, 
get to sit back and get a different view of everything. You, well, you're kind of sitting back at an IMAX theater and you're enjoying every moment of it. Most of the time, sometimes it sucks being a goalie, but a lot of times you get a chance to see a lot of cool stuff and hear a lot of stuff a lot of people don't get to. No, that, that's true. Like, even sitting there, because there's, I tell everybody, there's a couple, there's really two types of goalies. Like, the ones that, you know, you just, you sort of ignore. They don't, they mind their own business or whatever. Then there's a couple that'll, like, talk to you or, you know, like, whatever, trying to, yeah. you know, give you, you're always, like, I always say, you're the, if there's something going on, it's, you're the prankster. What, yeah. what is. Oh, I remember. We were playing Tyler Wright's my neighbor in Canada, and we were playing him. And he was, it was, ex, you know, it was regular season. We we're playing Columbus, I believe. It might have been exhibition. It doesn't matter. And that's when Ron Sanko, uh, I can't remember the company, Cowhead, made me, made me pads with a Crown Royal bottle on them. <laughs> and, and I'm like, it's, it's unnecessary. <laughs> like, it's not a good look, Mac. Like, when you're, uh, for so, the beer league so I'm, or the I'm whiskey like, Okay, league. okay, okay. I'll, I'll wear them in exhibition because doing him a favor. So I had him on. And uh, Tyler, my st- and I was disheveled this game. Puck goes, my stick falls off behind me. Tyler Wright, pretty good player, can score. You know Tyler, yeah, he's yeah. a fighter too. Uh, good NHL player for a while. Um, shot it through my legs, and it was in. He's cheering already, but my stick was laying across the goal line. Ricocheted off my stick and up, and I turned around. I think I caught it, and he laid down. And, and he was yelling, Koharski was the ref. He's yelling, he, he has a fucking crown royal bottle on his pad. He can't have that on his pads. That is not legal. You can't advertise crown royal on your pads with those. Just fucking pissed, because he got knocked down and fell right on top of it. And it's funny, because he's my neighbor, and him and I have had quite a few crowns over the yeah, years. Exactly. So for, for that to happen with, out of all the guys in the league, that guy was 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 hilarious. But stuff like that in the crowds and and even guys that you don't really like, Corey Perry and guys like that are paying the asses when you all get in the crowd and they start tripping and stuff. And, and it, you it, say it, something yeah, funny. It's, it, it's the, the reality of the game and stuff gets real dry sense of humor. So, I mean, people say hockey players are pretty boring. I disagree with that. Just not outgoing to everybody around, but when we're on the ice, it's nonstop chirping. I always say I wish they'd mic, mic these guys and have a game of the week on HBO and let them go, go at it, show one oh, game a week. It'd be unbelievable. Who were, I always say, cause, and you can attest if you have any stories on this, but, uh, um, hey, Ty, come in. There's a chair right here. Um, my buddy Tyler just showed up, flew in from Colorado. Yeah, in there a chair over there? Or grab one and put it there. Um, anyways, I always say Stevie. Steve Eiserman carried around a samurai sword. And maybe because I was his bitch and he used to just pick yeah. on me all the time. But but he was relentless with the refs. Like, he would motherfuck referees and other guys. Remember like- Paul Stewart in San Jose? Oh, my God. He, he got kicked. Stevie got kicked out of that game a full lap. Him and Stewie went at it the whole time. Because Stewie loved himself. I mean, he'd even admit it. Stewie <laughs> oh, but hated Paul that. Stewart he, said, he'll Paul Stewart. Paul Stewart. Yeah, X, X. So, guys, he he's an X minor tough league guy, tough guy. I and sat beside him on the plane once. He had eight by tens and was handing him out to people around him. Getting yeah, him signed, like, signed, yeah. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> shit. <laughs> Take some balls to do that, doesn't I, it? I would say so. <laughs> yeah. and I, Stevie sounds like Stevie let him know about it. Uh, yeah. So, Stewie, him and Stevie, uh, that didn't work. Not at all. Fire and ice for sure, those two. Yeah, exactly. Who who are some of the guys um, that maybe uh, some of the listeners wouldn't think on the ice like that, that were funnier? Because I always say, like, Mark Bergevin and Ticker were oh. Kevin Hodge. Mark, Mark Bergevin, who's now the GM of Montreal, which makes me laugh. Kevin Hodge. Well, Kevin Hodgson's a financial advisor now, which Kevin is Hodson. even more shocking. <laughs> we call it's, them Ticker. It's weird how things work out in life, but, oh, well, you, you've tried everything. I mean, you rock band. Well, so let's go. <laughs> Com- author, comedian. Author. Comedian. Author. Com- comedian. Oh, 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 yeah. Well, you got to give people credit for trying stuff. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Ke- Kevin Hudson, now a financial advisor, it, it, one of the funniest guys you'll ever meet in hockey. Oh, my gosh. And and didn't play a lot, but was a necessary guy to have in the room when we were winning a lot. So t- talk and, about that as a goaltender, because he was the greatest third goalie in NHL yeah. history be- because of... I always say, like, like he, did, he would keep, St- he could get Stevie laughing so hard and the things that yeah. he would do. It, well, when you, we, we would lose, when we lost a lot of tough games, you just have to see him and you'd start laughing. It wouldn't even have a saying. Oh my, here, here, there he is. He's like going by the bus. And I never do, knew. I never knew. And he's, we can't get, some of the stuff is <laughs> over the top. Uh, but he, where he, he'd be, he, there was no pregame meal that was safe with him. He'd be oh. underneath the tables. Putting stuff on guys' shoes, he'd be doing stuff for the food. He'd be imitating. He'd act like he worked there. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Sometimes he'd be serving us as yeah. a worker. It was unbelievable. Hey, especially you're playing these these important playoff games, and here's Kevin Hodson. He's serving guys in somebody's uniform. He's got uniform. the guy's coat on. He's he comes in, so yeah. guys don't even look. It's like, can, 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 would you like a refill, sir? Can I take that for you? And they no idea. Shower what's down. No, it'll go. And then guys look up, and he's and sitting it, there in the tuxedo. And in warm up, he'd he'd imitate other goalies in the National oh. Hockey League and play like them in the warm up, and it would drive some coaches nuts. He'd like, oh. what is he doing in there? He's well, today he's Ed Belfort. Yeah, so tomorrow the next. And day, he was good. Yeah, and he, he was, was like good. Frank Caliendo yeah. of. Of yeah. mimicking goaltenders. But, but was he doing that? Like that was the goalie you, you were going to you were going to face? No, no, it was just anybody no, in no, general. So it wasn't like he was at the end warming the you up for the next night or night game. No, or, no, 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 oh, no, just, no. But he'd do that in the playoffs, though. If, if, if we were playing Dallas or whatever, but when he'd go in at the end of pra- yeah. practice, he'd he'd stay. He'd Only goalie he'd ever like, call a timeout like, mid play. We're five on three. He's in Tampa. We traded him for Wendell Clark to Tampa, and, and, and he was under siege. His face got all red. He didn't you know, play a heck of a lot then. Five on three, and we're, they're leading by goal. He actually called a timeout. Like, <laughs> and the ref, timeout Hudson. And Scotty's like, what the f- who, who called the timeout? <laughs> like, Kevin Hudson called the timeout to stop the play. They ended up beating us by a goal. It was the, the only t- I think that's in history of the game, the only time a player's called timeout that actually worked. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Kevin Hot, what a beauty. He could only he'd get away with it, though, Mac, for no, sure. I know. Absolutely, because he was hilarious. So, no. um, so that goes back. So, you know, like most people, obviously, you always got the uh, away with everything because you were always, no one ever thought that, you know, you, you, look, you look like you're 12 years old and, and you would just go sit in your stall right inside the dressing room and then I. They they look at me and then Drapes would get yelled at. <laughs> and Drapes always took all the trouble for us. It was he, perfect. He he did. He was good at it though because he could handle it. So we knew that. Well, so that's he why he, it makes sense. He's the director of uh, well, amateur scouting. You know why he is because we got him ready for that. We did babysitting us for all those years has got him to where he is today. He Absolutely. Knows it and we're hey, we don't have to be. We don't have to. Uh, Tell lies about that because that's just the way it is. <laughs> Thank true. God for Drake. It's a hundred percent true. Because Eric and and I want to start back Adirondack because you and I have played together since you know ninety two. Ninety we came. Yeah, 92. we had a good team then. Oh, we should have won. Remember that last game? Yeah, seven six. The Jester led in. Yeah, what did we all shoot him sixty five to twenty or something? Springfield Indians. Yeah, and you and you lost. Ozzie, so yeah. how about this one? So. We're in Ozzy and I's first year in the mind. This is going to the playoffs. We had a sick team. How tough was our team yeah, that we, year? Well, we had five guys that were heavyweights. Yeah, Bugner, uh, Cummins, Krupke, Kirk Tomlinson, Holy toughest shit. guy pound for pound oh my God. in the history of the game. Bo- uh, then I'd, I'd be out there just going nuts. Do you have anybody that could score? 
Oh yeah, Chris Tans. Yeah, we all oh, tanker. Guys. Yeah, Gary Suchuk, Kenny, oh, Kenny Quinney. Yeah, they all got traded to L.A., remember? Yeah. And that huge trade. Potsy, yeah. Ozzy, did you have any D in front of you? Well, there's no defense back in 92. <laughs> uh, Zero. I don't think. But anyways, we Ozzy, so Alan Besser's our goalie, right? And <laughs> I got to tell the story. Because <laughs> we're not telling. Didn't I if play you, game six or something? Games, yes. Oh. So it's we're we're... Up three two, weren't we? Yeah, we're up three two. Going wait, wait, is this is this a conference finals or this is the semi? This is a conference finals. Newell Brown, who is a great coach, he's coached the assistant forever in the National yeah. Hockey League. Anaheim, he them, he's won a couple of cups, I believe. Yeah, I mean, Michigan Anaheim, State yeah. boy. Yeah. yeah, Michigan State boy. I was playing game six. Bester was hurt, indifferent, whatever he was. Bester got hurt uh, in warm up. In warm up. Wait, wait, wait. Ozzy was at the hotel outside because Ozzy likes the sun. And he doesn't realize he's a pale ghost. And he might have got a little had bit, a bit of, of a sunburn. <laughs> he had a little bit of a sunburn. And did we win that game? Or no, we lost 2-1. to 2-1. to one. And, You played out of your mind. I played. I, it was, but before the game, when Newell Brown found out I was playing, talk about a confidence builder. I'm 20 years old playing in the AHL. His face was as red as these banners. <laughs> he was so worried about me playing. I'm like, well, it's a good thing. That, I looked at I don't even know who I looked to. To my right, I said, well, it's a good thing the coach is happy I'm playing. He looked at me <laughs> like he was a stunned look on his face. He was so nervous that I was going in this playoff game. Oh, my gosh. But yeah. Neil Brown, we were tough on him. Oh. oh, dude, because we had an older team. But we had yeah. fun, though. You know, because he was down there. And then you live with Mike Castleman. Yeah. And we lived. They had to, that's how, yeah. They had to send Cheryl down, uh, baby mom, uh, at Christmas time. But we, we lived above Ozzy and Cass. Yeah, the Mohican. So, at the and, and it would snow so much there, you'd have to dig a tunnel to your front door. So I swear to God. And forget about even owning a sports car. You couldn't drive in that parking lot. Remember, did they just, Castleman had that old sports car. We couldn't even drive it. No, would slide I, down the I had lot. that five-speed Jeep, that white one, that yeah. would barely. And then that was the best part because everybody lived there. And at the end, like back to the playoff time, we play golf and we go there and barbecue. Stewie yeah. Magunas be running around in his metal cleats, yeah. sparking up like fire. <laughs> it was hilarious. But... We would spend all winter because there's so much snow, you know, drinking and playing Sega Genesis. And I tell everybody in the in the, I've heard know, the a comedy tour the, that we yeah. used to battle. We used to tape up Gatorade bottles and and spit seeds and whoever won that night or whatever. I, I think you were Vancouver. Yeah. Cass always. was Wash and I was Chicago. I Cliff Ronnie was a killer, man. You could do I had oh, Jeremy could Ronick. Yeah. I, I had Ronick. He was the junior Ronick. He could hit anybody, Cliff Ronnie. He was unbelievable. Of course he had Ronick, right? He had to take yeah. the best team. <laughs> I did, I did. I had to take the best team. Exactly. So we used to battle all the time, and the Nazi would be like texting me and be like, come on, are you coming down or whatever, like this or the thing. But there'd be always, we'd be playing at like 3, 4 in the morning, and I'd hear the like, stop on the roof or whatever, if <laughs> you're looking. And then he'd be uh, like, be quiet. She might think think we're here she, max she knows you're down here like, <laughs> she, 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 she could hear us we're down here like yeah, yeah, bang, can't, we, can't hear me because i've always been quiet right? yeah. <laughs> we'd be like listening for him to come out when's he coming out wait let's let's go you want to play these games and get him over with every every day night was a playoff though it was outstanding it was it was so much fun just it was like a battle you know like in the that's what i remember and then playing golf in the what do you what and that and the log jam the log, the jam. log jam rest had primary. Well, it was Sunday. the only restaurant there. It was. Let's be honest. Well, I mean, Adirondack. I mean, it, it's a summer resort town. In right. the winter, it shuts down. So poopies, we ate breakfast, and which now you'd never eat there. It was like a 
the pool of grease. Remember that thing you oh, said yeah. at the bar? You'd be like, that is outstanding. Now, yeah. like, <laughs> these guys that play for the Wings now would would walk in and they'd walk right back out. Yeah. No, sure. they wouldn't walk in. No, they wouldn't even walk they in. They put hazmat on that. No <laughs> Not athletes a allowed. No, no way. We were uh, good talent, but... You know, we're joking around about it, but great. Remember that it was like the old brick rink across from the oh. the, the waterfall. Fans there every night. They won the year before we were there. They won the Calder Cup versus Toronto's farm team. So, and Felix Pavin was a goalie for Toronto. So, and back when we played in the AHL, not like now, there was mostly veterans. So the, you'd have veteran guys that were NHLers and career AHL guys that you respected. Chris Chahaki, remember playing? Yeah, him? oh yeah, oh, Chris, like yeah. six, seven hundred. Rochester, Jody yeah. Gage, or whatever, like the so career we, guys. Yeah, each team would have fifteen vets or fourteen, then four rookies or five. And our year was me, you. Marty, was he there? Or was he uh, too good? Did he already go up on no, us? No, he was too good for us. Yeah, he was too Kazi good for us. Came the Kazi, oh, geez. Tanker was young. Tanker had to be about your age. Yeah. No, no, he's older than us. Yeah, and then oh. and we slowly, guys started leaving. Mac left us after that. And I went out. We went back the year after. Me, Drapes, yeah, Tim then, Taylor. We had a really good team. Ticker, Drapes, got ticker. Call, yeah, Drapes got called up. Yeah, Scotty saw his mid, draw. Him right. and draws. Midway, hey, did it, and, and I love the story is that... Drapes gets called up. It's probably like second or third practice. We would have won that year in the AHL. Not that it'd be any consolation for getting called up, mind you. But still, we had yeah, you guys an unbelievable had a team. Because Tails was unbelievable. Timmy, yeah, we were stacked Taylor. from top to top to bottom with tons of good prospects and great veterans. And then I got called up. And then I went to Toronto. Yeah. No, I lasted half the game. But I, I didn't even think I was playing. I was like, "There's no, I'm not going to play in Toronto." They were like 12 and 0 to start the year. I'm eating breakfast. Scotty Bowman comes and sits with me. I'm like. What's, what is he? He's eating breakfast, you know, just casually. Oh, by the way, you're playing tonight. And he st starts eating and he's I'm like, what? And like, now, Blue I was like, uh, no, I'm going to puke. Like, and I, the only, of only a few times I've been nervous. First NHL game against Toronto, first playoff game. I mean, that's about it, really. Okay. But that game was tough to start. I think I, I played half the game. Doug Gilmer did the, the spin around behind the net and beat me like he did against Chris. Jo uh, who did he do that against? Joseph when he was with St. Louis. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But he did it to me too. Um, so they had a great team. Like, uh, Sundin scored on me for sure. That was, that your, was that your first game? But it was cool. Yeah, I got pulled halfway through and I came to the bench and I was like, had a great white turtleneck on. <laughs> <laughs> and I love my turtlenecks, Blue Shirt. Yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember that. Yes. Nice. And I came off and uh, Scott, he's, it was cool. You know, he, he says, don't worry, kid, you'll be here for a long time. That was all he said. And then he walked away and I'm like, well, I, I must be doing something right if one of the best coaches ever says something. So that's, that kinda, that's some, well, that's it's like he told Dra like he did to the point where he told Drapes about third practice, he blows down practice, tells everybody, stop. And he called, Draper, don't you turn into the rest of these guys out here. You're you're better than that. Don't turn into them. <laughs> Scotty would do that. Drapes loved it, but he's scared yeah. shitless. Scotty, you knew right away either he liked you or he didn't. So oh. yeah. I mean you knew. And he was he was good. He was awesome. Everybody hey, talks about well, him, but he was great. Speaking of, uh, you, you mentioned a little bit about nausea, Ozzy, and I don't know how much you're into the, the, the CBD or the THC-free stuff, but here at Grind Time with Darren McCarty, we are honored to have, if you're looking for it, we partner with Herbal Active. Yeah. U-R-B-A-L-A-C-T-I-V. There's no E on the end of it. Dot com. Herbalactive.com. Jenna's into that stuff. My She's wife. She's got to check. Hey, she has a yoga. I'll tell you. You got to write this down. I'll bring it, I'll bring it back to her. But she, she got me something for my knees because my knees are sore. And I was rubbing. I felt outstanding. I'm telling I tell you. Dude, I, I was I, dialed I, in after on a golf course. And I, it is hard to get dialed in on the course anymore. I'm telling <laughs> you. And that's what I'm preaching to you. So anybody who, like Chris Osgood, like my wife Cheryl, like well, the Jay's Bearcat, in the yoga, right? his so wife the Bearcat, all this stuff. 
Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's, call it's, her up. I, I will. I don't have her number anymore, though. Somebody else must have it here. <laughs> I'm joking, Jenna, if you're listening. <laughs> I got it, Bearcat. Don't worry. No. <laughs> um, the, uh, well, but that's Ur- from that concert downtown, isn't it? That's it. The that's, first one ever, Hockey the, Town Cafe. That's it. That's right. Debut. Herb- Herbal Active, DMAC <laughs> 25. Use DMAC 25, 25% right. off of that. Now, there's mints, tinctures, uh, and the rubs. Like Ozzy was talking Drop. about, they work, people. And they ship all over. So thank you, Rich, and everybody at HerbalActive.com. Now, so, yeah, so 95 with Vernie was, oh. like, the first year, stuff like that. Do you, do you remember, like, what did, what, did, what did you learn from Mike Vern? Like, what, what oh, just did how he, to display. What did you see just, looking back play. compare you? Display. Don't worry about everybody else. I remember I, I, I was doing an interview once, and I said, oh, I wasn't very good t- today. And he was kind of listening to his side. I was talking to might have been Keith Gabe, or I don't know who it was, and he said to me, what he, and he called me Bottle, for I don't know for why. <laughs> but that's what he called me. So I, he goes, get, get yeah, in here. He was get, beer, get in the back. Hey, you're in the bottle, and he was a beer yeah. kid. So we go to the back yeah. little room there. Now, now, compared to the lounges nowadays, ours was the size of like maybe an extended bathroom, right, with a table, a couch that looked oh, like. No, no word of a lie. There was a, like, what, a 19-inch yeah. Uh, boob tubes sitting yeah. in the corner. The, right, the, you had a couch the, that uh, that was from Three's Company. The only worst Jack couch Trippers. I wouldn't sit on was the one at the post bar. <laughs> no, it was Jack Trippers for Three's Company. It was, that was that couch. couch, and it was demolished. Like whoever, because some guys would just go right back there in their gear and just break right the uh, Oh yeah, between periods sweaty. and stuff like, like that. Think of that: a, a hockey player's sweaty ass sitting on that with their gear on. Come oh, on, yeah. like that's that's not gonna last. That's real good. Yeah. That's gonna last. But there was a pizza box, and then we'd have some beers back there. And Vernie goes to me, never ever ever tell anybody. You tell them that you didn't play good because they'll say it on their own <laughs> enough times. Don't you ever tell them that. Just tell them you'll be better next game and you feel good and never tell them anything bad. So he always little tidbits and, and Vernie always tell me if your pants were big enough, wear bigger pants. Like just little things that you'd never think of. Uh, just working in practice. Um, and, and now Vernie, Vernie we, we'd broom together. Right. Uh, so we'd always talk about stuff, but he would say, away from the rink. Just relax. Don't even think about hockey until you show up there and play. And don't waste your energy on stuff that's unnecessary. A lot of different stuff because he'd been in Calgary and and um, since I've retired, I, I've figured out now. I talked to Darren Pang who lives here in Michigan yeah. as well. Listen, Detroit's not the only place they boot goalies. They do it everywhere else, <laughs> and that's just the nature of the position and the quarterbacks. So don't think you're the only one. And uh, Vernie, he, I mean, I remember I lived in Alberta. They were tough on him in Calgary for years. Absolutely, and uh, a lot of insight to that and just mental toughness and how to just go out there and play and and Vernie was a smaller guy he always had to overcome people telling him he wasn't good enough um people telling him about his five hole all the time and people telling him just tons of stuff that and still he doesn't get the respect he deserves he's the only goalie to ever win the cup in Calgary um and he was in Michigan by the way and now if he's listening I was pissed off he never called me I never called me either. he was in Michigan and never called I get it if it's a forward or defenseman but a goalie partner right yeah, yeah that's a good that's it's good unacceptable point. Yeah, that is, he had Al Sabatka call me. You're sitting beside Al. You can call me. That's just lazy. He's he's lost it a bit, maybe. Maybe he's lost. Well, well, he is like 69. I was just gonna say we those, gotta go down. And he's in those commercials now with uh, Rick Vive and all those guys on, in Canada, where he's where his hair is all gray and stuff. So, Vernie is uh, he, he he's a beauty. Put he's an absolute beauty because you know what what you learn from guys like Mike Vernon. And the Dino Cicerelli and confidence. Uh, well, confidence. 
But it's it's <laughs> you know one, what that's one way to put it. You, they are their own person, and they you know what it doesn't it they give you well, very. They, they like teach that. you how to not worry yeah. about all the bullshit and just play and. <laughs> well, that's got to be, be, be because you. I think that one of the things that um, really. One of your greatest characteristics as a goaltender was, was my you didn't Sega care player? about your stats. You were Grant Fuhrer, hockey, which means get me one more, or and then when you need to make the save or whatever. But you were always able to oh. to not like worry about the last. And I, and when I say that is because I watched how you passed that on, and I saw Jimmy Howard how he's been able to in the same way that you did. He's, whatever formula you use, I could see him working on it. How yeah, that's why I, I was taught always. Last 10 minutes is your time to shine. Regardless of the shots, breakaways, passes across, you got to shut the door. If you're up by your goal or two, even starting that third period, regardless of the score, that's done. You got to finish it off and make four or five, usually. Sometimes the wing's less than that. Nowadays, it's more. But you got to make those saves when you're called upon. It's like a quarterback making four big plays in a game. You see Rodgers play against Trubinsky. Well, Rodgers, Hall of Fame quarterback, can make four extra plays even when he's under siege. So your job's kind of to make those four saves when you're needed most. And that's kind of how I approached it. That's why in Pittsburgh, when we were here for that, in yeah, game, I was just gonna game say, five, was I was going to fucking snap when that one went in because I was like, that's what I prided myself on was finishing that off at home and the right. fans were all chanting and, you know, people were fired up and then deflects off somebody and hits the side of the net and then I don't even know who stuffed it in. Yeah, but let's, let's since you brought it up, let's talk about this because that's not the – but the, it's always been – the resilience, and I always preach on the grind time with Darren McCarty. We're talking with Chris Osgood. Um, is that you know you got to get back up because that wasn't the first goal, right? That you probably wanted back. There was one oh. against McGinnis. You know, like I mean, in big in moments, right? The one against McGinnis, the one against Lang and Matt. Trust me, this started way before I made the NHL. This started like back but, when but I was Ozzie in, in Pee Wee in Alberta. But the thing I in want the rafters over my head and in, I was like, what went on there? But the thing I want you to talk about because this is what's important is that there's been some bait where people might have crumbled, but you have always bounced back and. And resilient, and come back and won the next well, game, and even in in that moment, to me and, that's and I had a good mentor for that, and he's not in Detroit anymore, but he just left. Ken Holland taught me all that stuff. He, did. he used to sit on the rail in Medicine Hat, Alberta, and watch me play. And uh, before he drafted me, I'd have to, I have to golf with him early in the morning. He's trying to keep me out of trouble. Yeah, he try he put me on his ball hockey team. He preached to me about working hard and perseverance. You know, you have your parents for that, but it's always. That much more important. You know, you stop listening to your parents at a certain point when you're 17, 18, 19, because we think we know everything. Right. You need somebody to come along as a mentor and really grab you sometimes by the shirt and tell you to wake up or wake the fuck up. Right. And he did that. And uh, one of oh, me and my friend, Neil Little, you know Neil. Oh, well, so I'm, I we was... could get ourselves in plenty of trouble in a small town like Medicine. And we were so stupid <laughs> thinking, well, Ken Hall will never hear we're going to do this. Well, he heard everything. And he knew everything. If we missed the game or we were in a summer league, missed the game, Red Earl's, having uh, on Wing Wednesday drinking dollar pitchers of Coconies. That's a Canadian beer, if I can say that. Yeah, of course. And uh, so we're scrounging together loonies just to make sure it's a dollar bill, by the way, in Canada. <laughs> yeah. And, and just hoping to get that one more pitcher of beer because, like, we need it. And Ken, we Hall, always need it, Ken Hall and knocks on the outside of the glass and just points at us. And we're like, shit. We're sitting there just waiting. And he just comes around and into the, into the restaurant and said, you two are in the wrong place. And then he leaves. Now I know that's not, that's just the start. Like that's just the, like the buzz of the tower. Right. Cause it's coming down. And then he calls us the next day. 
He goes, we're golfing at, at 6. Or no, 5.30. I said, I go, Ken, how are we going to finish before dark? He goes, fucking idiot, 5.30 a.m. <laughs> on Sunday. Because he wants to get our asses out of bed because now he knows what we're up to. Yeah. And, and now he's drafted me and he wants me to get my shit together. So he went and got me a trainer, did everything. So, so you need guys like that. But beyond that, let, let, Ken Holland, you know, has done a ton that people don't know about. Right. And um, talking to me in Phoenix, we lost a tough game. We went back to Phoenix and he talked to me and pumped me up behind when I'm stretching down by the basketball court there yeah. in Phoenix where the Phoenix Suns used to play. Was that in 98? 90, 98. Yeah, 98. Yeah. 2 going into yeah. game. Yeah. Right, and exactly. we yeah, we lost some tough ones, and he came and pumped you up, and he was always the best of that. And then there's other times where he he'd call you in his office, and you thought you're gonna get shit, and it was just a laugh and kind of take your mind away from hockey sessions. So, um, I think you know, one of the most, you, you know, I mean, you can we can well, sit here and I, talk I how awesome he is for, but I think that's important because and and into that because of what I always I say, Ken Holland is one of the greatest Red Wings. Well, he's in history he's because be, because of what he's meant Listen. to all of us. He's Uncle Kenny, but because he he's cared. Yeah, and if he well, Matt, really if did. you want to be vilified for something, or that's, that's the right word, or people get angry for you, I would say being loyal yeah. would be the best thing. And yeah. that Kenny Holland was loyal to a to a fault to a fault, and his loyalty won him a lot more than it lost. So. Absolutely, and, but thing. speak speak to your friend and our friend and Uncle Ken about because it's like it, to me from the outside looking in and seeing it's the perfect situation well, with Stevie coming back here and him yeah. getting the opportunity in Edmonton. Not only forget the money, it's because speak to what yeah, it's Ken, like to grow up in Alberta yeah. and oh. to be able to go and either Edmonton or yeah, Calgary. Kenny just does stuff for people. I was in Edmonton with my son this summer. He goes, "You're in Edmonton." Here, call this guy. I'll get you in the room. Give your son a tour. McDavid sticks in the shooting area and go shoot with his stick. I'm like, what? So I go down there. This guy's waiting for me there. Yeah, Kenny said you're coming. Come in here anytime you're here. Kenny said you're set up here. You're like, that's who he is, though. Yeah. And it wasn't for me. It was for Max. He doesn't know Max but, that much, but he just does stuff for people. So Little things like I that. I mean, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't even have played for as long as I would. Even when I was some other places, I'd call him. And it was tough for him to trade me, essentially. Yeah. And But we always talked. I remember when I came back... Um, What's that place on? You might know Vooch on on Haggerty, that Irish pub. Oh, Sheehan's. No, no, Ameris. Oh, by, by between like seven and eight miles. Yeah, Bojacks. Six mile. Oh, like down there. or yeah, something like. So we go in there and and uh, this is back when I love beer. So we're drinking <laughs> you don't beers. Love beer no, more? no, I don't like it as much as I used is it because to. It, yeah, is it because it doesn't. I've matured. Look like at you're me. You're jacked right now. <laughs> yeah, because I'm taking care of myself for once. But you're only doing the wait the Chess Rockwell. No, I. We're getting away from my story. Well, it's no, because you have to take care of yourself now. Because was Kenny the one that had Doug Brown room with you? Because Brownie told me how he had had to babysit you. Listen, the the biggest misconception I had of myself was Ken Holland never knew what I was up to. He always (laughs) knew what I was up to, even when I was in the NHL. We were all up to. He knew everything I was doing at all times. And it, it. I gotta say, it got me to where I am. Without him, I wouldn't. None of this would have ever happened. Well, not a lot of guys got four hundred wins, bro, in three cups. But even when I was yeah. gone, he'd still be calling me. Even when I was in Islanders and St. Louis, and still this day, and if, you know, if you ever go through tough times, he texts me all the time. Texts people, and he's that type of guy. And as busy as he is, and by the way, sets up the best golf trips in the world. I don't oh. know if I can say that. He, he yeah, probably you can. Tell you, 
but absolutely yeah. fantastic. His now, Calcutta's are world known in the hockey community. I used to be a, good enough to play in his tournaments. Now I'm absolutely atrocious. I got roped into playing this year with Matt Higgins, who played in the NHL a little bit. He's from out west, but a lot of like Ray Ferraro playing these tournaments. A lot of NHL general managers have played and scouts and. And uh, I probably blew up, Mac, an estimation, uh, probably 54 in the last nine, which isn't very good for that term when you're dealing with a bunch of eights. Um, yeah, to explain myself. So I think I'm going to, he started a new division called the Legends Division. So he goes, <laughs> I think, I think, now, now this is when you know your golf game is falling apart when you hear whispers through the, through the walls about how bad you are, right? Because when you're not hearing anything, that means you're in. But he's like, I think he's going to, you know, we're, we're going to put him in Legends. He's going to, he needs we're to go to Legends for a little while. A new division. Yeah, uh, I'm in the new division now. So I've been sent down for a little while. Yeah, I'm okay, okay there, though. I'm is okay there. Is that the one over in London? No, this no, is in uh, Canada and Predator Ridge. We play there, okay. so uh, now, but now he's at Edmonton. This thing's going to so, expand even more. <laughs> so, like, like a lot of that is because you know you came back, I came back, and to be able yep. to to you know uh, after all that, the way you know to me that was the last. You know, I I know like just coming back and being a part of of you know walking in the room, and I loved it. I love Calgary, like the the, the Aginla. Daryl Sutter, the the dressing room, yeah. the the place, but to come back in and it was just you. It's it's I you you love it, but it's not the same, right? It's not. It doesn't have the same feel. You you don't feel the same uh, culture togetherness. Same. Right, and that's the cult. The culture. Well, that's what the Red Wings are trying to do right now is not lose that. And I, and I think they're doing a pretty darn good job of it. Um, they're, they're entertaining. They work hard. Another. Jeff Blaschel's underrated, man. He's worked oh, his absolutely. ass off here the last four Listen, years. Listen, I, I think job. you you tell me this, Ozzy, because you watch it every time or uh, more than me, but what he's done with these guys, because they play for each other. Yeah. Do you not find that? And well, and I see, I walked in the room in March, and it was a different Mac, feel. If you look at any team in any sport, top major fours, what franchise is ever successful that changes coaches every year or two or managers? None. Zero. Patriots, they've had the same guys forever. Pittsburgh have said like three coaches ever. 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 Yeah. It's crazy. So, I mean, and Detroit had Ken Holland, Scotty Bowman, Mike Babcock, and Jeff Blaschel, who mm -hmm. I think is on a trajectory to be a, one of the best coaches in the NHL here. He's really doing a good job with his team. Guys play hard for him. Uh, I, and they got some young guys coming now, so... I, I'm I'm not sure they're gonna make it yet to the playoffs. It's difficult in the NHL to make it, man. It's hard league, but I think they're on a trajectory to be pretty darn good in a couple of years. All right, here I'm gonna do. Uh, <clears throat> so know, I got these pictures, right? Uh, you and I. It's one of my favorite ones. What was that? Well, that's oh, in the, that's in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. So it, I don't it, even have one of those. No, how don't I? I? You know what I like doing? I like seeing pictures I've never seen before. Yeah, exactly. Because I, you know you see it all, and every every now and then you see one, and you're like, that's cool. I've seen I seen one I've never seen. I that love before. the ones that that. You know, you, somebody's not, individually is taken or whatever. Or you're not posing for. Right. Somebody's so, just taken an action so shot. So what I've done is I asked some, I asked my listeners to reach out to uh, Perry. Are these and, questions? And McCool. Yeah, these are just yep. questions of some of the fans. And then I figured I I'm going to ask a question. Can I get another coffee, Mac? Or? Absolutely. Yeah, by the way, whoever, this coffee machine is fantastic here. Dude, yeah. do you know what that is? That's Jesus Death, will take death Wish coffee, the strongest coffee in the world. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> well, I knew you'd Me be too, doing bro. whatever was the, the strongest, so <laughs> yeah, I guess exactly. we're at that. Yeah, I don't mess around. No, no, whatever you do is to the extreme. We know that. That's not a debate here. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so the first one, this one All right. is going to go out. This, this is a question from I, Jennifer Reed. If I'm I get it right, question. I win the pitcher? 
No, no, you get to sign. I'll give you one at the end if you're good. If you if you answer this correctly, there's a bunch. Mac, of I've been so good lately. You don't even understand. I do understand <laughs> because I know how bad you used to be that you won't even. I'm gonna pop say, up I'm gonna to say it. both of you. Uh, don't you? Hey, listen, <laughs> listen. It was all Draper. Hey. We took the blame and the fall for him. And right now, it's like it's like politics. Luch, it's been a long road to get to this. Yeah, long oh, winding. <laughs> it's been. If the, hey, worth, like, worth every minute of it, though. Absolutely. All right. Speaking like we got Josh real here, and uh, Josh, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. A question about some updates here, but this is a Russian five. So you had the shadow. I better get this right in front of Josh. You, but but it's not. It's, you had the you had a he's shadow staring at Spielberg over there now. I know, right? Oh, that's our guy. You got to put the red carpet out here for him tonight. I he's been he's like America's guy. Is he's there got a puppet? He's got a room outside. I think. Yeah, you bet. So you play, you got the shutout the night the Russian Five debuted, right? Yeah. Eight, eight shots on goal. Yeah, I don't know. Whoa, I was on fire too. How, like, yeah, you you were sweating. Was that drenched? I was in Calgary. Was it tough to play an eight shot game? No, and four of those, I no word of a lie, were from outside the blue line. I'm not joking around, Mac. You could have got your first ever victory as a goaltender. I know how much you really wanted to do that. <laughs> See, Ozzie, yeah, exactly, dude. I just, I would go. You would have You had. You would have. You would have had to mix in one, maybe two tough ones, which you could have. Yeah. Yeah, I can get like you know I can get in the way and now, of one. If it would have been you, it would have been a legendary performance. He stopped twenty six shots. <laughs> that you know exactly. He was in there once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, what do you what do you remember the most about that game? Like well, for it, for the first because uh, of the first time, just watching in amazement because you'd never seen it before. Um, just you know what I was doing? I was flinching lots because I was seeing passes I never seen before in front of me, thinking they were going to get picked off all the time. Because you never played behind these guys before, and they're used to making these no look passes because they'd be like in their mind seeing plays before they happened. And I was like, "That's gonna get picked off. That's gonna get picked off. That's gonna be a breakaway." Because th there really was nobody playing defense, right? They're just circling around. Right. Sometimes was... there's nobody back, and they're making plays. And I was like, "That's gonna get picked off," but it never got picked off ever, obviously. And just an amazement, like, "Well, this is gonna be pretty cool moving forward." And then they came. Then, then of course, the media all comes in to talk to me after the game. Like, why are you talking to me right now? Like it was like I was a, it was like a, and a habit to come talk to me for no reason. Like I had eight shots, Mac. Mac, like I, like you were looking at boy. You're looking at her, no. I was meeting my friends from Calgary at Joey Tomatoes. You didn't even shower, like, did you? Get me out of here! Like I'm like <laughs> seriously, like I, I'm not even. The trainers were happy. I didn't have to do my laundry. It was dry. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like stick barely had any marks other than warm up, which sometimes went bad. If they went good, it got worse sometimes. Yeah. But I but I just remember watching these guys and and I and I knew. Larry Onoff, but when you're in the NHL, everybody think you all think you're great. So it's not really, you're not thinking about how awesome they are. But then once you get on the ice with them, you're thinking, these are the guys that played in all these Olympics and did all this stuff. And you know, you kind of start thinking to yourself, this is a pretty darn cool. But we, you never thought it was going to go to where it went. At the time, you're just kind of living in the moment because you got a game the next night in Edmonton, right? Or two nights later, so you don't have time to think about what, where you're going with this until after the season or when you see the movie. Right. And you're like, shit, that just passed me by so fast, but it was so awesome playing with those guys. Now, you, what, you know, I, I think after we won in 96, that's when it sunk in how awesome they were. 97? 97, yeah. yeah. How awesome. Even 96, though, Mac. Jesus. We should have won that. Oh. And they were good that year. As, But it's just, you know, it, it, Scotty Bowman again, right? Yeah. <laughs> Russian five. Unbelievable. Then it never happened again. Um and th th that was it for me. I was flinching, thinking to myself, 
this is coming back my way, which it never did. And I thought, why is the media coming to talk to me right now? <laughs> <laughs> That's the game. Like, I remember I said it to the trainer, like to, uh, to John Wharton. I'm like, I ain't talking to me. Like, for what now? They always want to talk to me. I'm like, I didn't do anything. I was just sitting there. What's it like to face eight shots? Well, boring. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, what about, I got to see my friends in the stands and wave at them. They were all there because I'm from Alberta. What about practice when they, when they together? No, I'll tell you, that, it's in Datsuk the same way. These guys, respectful, these Russians. So it, these veteran guys, remember we were, in, we were in training camp in Traverse City. Now, some mornings you'd play, we'd golf that night, and you'd have a banquet or whatever, and you're, you're not in the tip-top condition the next morning, let me say. And I'm in the net thinking... You say, what do you mean? Just maybe you're a little bit hungover. Yeah, and I'm in the net. I remember Pavel deked me, and he had a fucking wide open net. Like, he could have shot it in the net twice. He shot it in once, <laughs> crawled it back up, and put it back in. Instead of shooting, he turned and started laughing <laughs> and didn't score. And he was like, I had you, Ozzy, but he didn't score because he didn't want to embarrass me. Like, yeah. that, that's the kind of guys these guys were, very respectful guys. And, good teammates. Uh, good teammates. And, and I always preach that to my own guys, good teammates, Vooch. So, I mean, guys have, like, just beyond their talent, like, you think of Fatisov and you see the, the thing on him on TV, what he did to get here. Unbelievable. Fedorov as well. Um, what? It's it's each and every single one of those guys has an amazing story. What do you think of the movie Russian Five? Oh, it's unreal. He keeps calling me to go these things, but I'm always coaching hockey and I'm busy. <laughs> and there's no room for me on the red carpet. There, he takes the whole thing up. He's doing interviews and I get all it. these He's guys are. Josh. But he did text me. There's another one coming up. Where is that? Birmingham. So, Birmingham. What day is that? Nineteenth. Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. I'll be there. I do have a Fox Sports meeting that day. Ding oh, <laughs> ding! It's all about somebody's got a job, oh, Perry. Perry. Right somebody's got right a next job. Year. It's all about bringing home the Emmys. That's it. <laughs> I'm joking. Did you get one yet? No, no. He can, miss, he can win a Michigan. Come on, man! Probably. You got to get with Double T. Then he's got a. Doesn't he have a few? Um, yeah, Keats has a ton, probably, Keats, doesn't he? Yeah. Keats, and they, they Keats has some lines that shouldn't even be allowed to be said. He crosses the line. If, like, if there's a line, Keats has had one foot over it a few times. Really? Yeah, yeah. I like to... when he gets her, though. I tell him before we go on, don't tell me any of your lines because I want him to catch me off guard. Yeah. If I know what to, so I'll try and read it sometimes in a telestory. I'll start laughing <laughs> before it comes out, and he'll start laughing. We have sometimes, we can't even get our lines over laughing so hard, but he has had some beauties. I remember one time, Howie's record. Remember when they brought out the overtime Loss right, right, right. thing for the goalie. So yeah. Howie's record was something like oh, 14. six, five, five, and four. <laughs> and he goes, it's like ranking the Dixie yeah. Tricks. I'm like, John, what? you can't say that. <laughs> six, you six, can't? five, and four. You get it, right? <laughs> you can't. You can't say that. <laughs> if you're, if you're the moral police, <laughs> yeah. the H and R resort, he's the H &R But you can't say oh it though. God. He's had some. Uh, no, he's cross awesome. line, but John Keating, God bless him, one of the best there is at what he does. He's outstanding. I love watching him. He's doing the Tiger season now, and that's got to be difficult, but he is a beauty for sure. What did uh, what? you should have him on here? He'd be I outstanding. Will. But he, uh, you have to get them all. Well, yeah, like, I got a couple, couple. Get him a couple cocktails. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. I got no problem. Just with that. two or three. He'll be spruced up. <laughs> well, I like him spruced. Um, you know what, you know Thank what, you. The, you know what my favorite, one of my favorite parts is, is, and you nailed it with your, you should get an Oscar nomination. what I do now? In the movie. When you said about, uh, I think that the real poignant and Josh captured it. Maybe Josh, you, I uh, will lead this into you because I'm talking about Ozzy's quote about how we can feel the excitement, but also the pain. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sometime, sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. How that—that's a connection, and and I think that 
I find now being able to look back more to be able to connect and enjoy and to be able to have that conversation. Yeah. You don't have to be in the bubble. What was, you know, all that stuff as far as give us the update, but how important, because I know how your thought process and getting to know you goes, but like that was a pivotal moment as far as like the Jeff Daniels moment. Absolutely. Right. Can you, can you just talk about it? Absolutely. I mean, you know, as a, metro detroiter michigander like you know to me that's that's the truth of you know we felt that pain i you'd spend all season watching the games and you know especially in this area you get to the playoffs and everyone's just having red wing fever and then those losses just like it ruins your summer almost you know and, and you go back to just okay summer break but the excitement of watching the playoffs and, and waiting for that cup finally and then when it happened you know we didn't even get a week. Now, let me ask yeah. you this, because when I watched the movie, right, it was like I had PTSD. Like, I remember the accident. I mean, all the stuff, the accident. I remember the Cup 97. But, and obviously with the Lemieux and Drapes and, and stuff, you remember that. But, like, into the 95 and the life, I remember, you know, we lost to San Jose, and then we lost the finals of Jersey, but it almost didn't seem like it was real until I watched that and went, oh, my God. It was. Think, it wasn't easy. Yeah, like we were at the precipice of like anybody. I think because part of you against New Jersey knew that we you weren't ready. A little bit. Yeah. No. They smoked us. They yeah. four they, straight. We might have. They had. put the wood to us. And I think you kind of. They knew did what it. we did to yeah. Philly. To Philly, exact opposite. Because we yes. we we ran them out of the building. Yeah. Right. We figured <laughs> from. Jump Street in that. Series. It's almost like it, you don't accept it, but pretty darn close. Where you're like, we're getting smoked, and there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, and we're gonna take it, and then you're just like, damn, we're not ready. You got to go back to the drawing board. That's why '96 hurt more. Like, yeah, because we were ready. Because I remember standing at the drapes, standing in the net. The two, the point of the thing is like watching Jersey, going, man, we can never let this happen again. And then that next year, because that was the one that scared the living yeah. shit out of me. Of we may never win. Instead yeah. of we had this, we had this thing like we were gonna get there, and we understood. But like, cause yeah. even us young guys. But you said it like Stevie's been there fourteen years. You know, guy, we're well, it can flip flop in a in a hurry, and if it does, you're never gonna win. And I remember I, I'm, I'm Brian Boucher. You know who he is? Yeah, Boucher. Billy and his kid out at my house. He plays for the under seventeen USA team. He came over and he goes, "How many cups have you won?" And I go three. He goes, "Fuck you." <laughs> and I'm like, just kind of like, and I, and I really didn't think I thought of it. I'm like, yeah, because you know why he said that? Because he tried so hard, and that is so hard to win. It's difficult, and, and he wanted it so bad, and it never happened for him. I and we take, we take like that for granted sometimes, well, how I mean, hard it is, it, and how fortunate we, got three, we are. I got four, you know, you had the cup. But how fortunate field. we are. Right. And when he just said that, it was simple, but to the point. Like, yeah. God damn it, I never won, and I wanted to so badly. And it takes a lot out of you when you're trying to do that. And you look at guys like Ray Bork who finally win, it's almost like a relief. Yeah. It's like Dallas Drake when he was here. Oh. He couldn't even watch the last four minutes of the game. Listen, but but tell me this. He's buried on the bench. I couldn't even see him. But the, I know, but the difference is, is because, and so in 08 for us winning, because we'd been there before, yep. you can't tell me that it wasn't everyone in that room wanted to win for him because yep. of what a uh, 
teammate, what a great dude about, you know, just what he meant in that locker room. And I think that that's what you see and you saw St. Louis. Yeah, I think that's what separates hockey from other sports. And I've never played others other than golf, but you don't really is, is selfish. Guys, guys want to win for other guys. Yeah. And that's true. I mean, we're in there. Yeah, you want to win the cup because you want to take it back home and party with it and crush yourself for three days <laughs> with your friends and take it back home. But it's like... But you want to share the, it. The pressure of it is winning for Dallas Drake, winning for when you right. came back. That's right. the pressure of it because you don't want to let anybody down. Yeah. And, and you, you see the order that the Cups pass and, around. And, and I, the, one of the, I got on a plane to go to New York for the NHL meetings, and who's sitting rapes? I'm sitting beside Darren Pank. So now you can imagine how quick the flight goes because there's lots of talking going <laughs> oh, on. Oh, God. And These two? We're flapping, yeah. we're flapping. And, and he said something interesting. He's talking about St. Louis. I'm like, what happened? Like, you know, interested to hear. Like, yeah. Hard-nosed team, everybody's going small, and Johnny Goudreau, we're all going to turn the puck up and open up the ice, and here comes St. Louis, completely opposite team. Old school, big team, grinds it out, has big D, um, has a young goalie that came out of nowhere. And and I go, what happened at home? Like, And then you go back and win in game seven. He goes, game six was too hard. There's too much going on at home. It was chaos. He said it was all the people were there, and he goes, there's too much pressure. They weren't trying to – they were trying to – they're overwhelmed that trying to win that game at home. And that it's true. It's easier to win on the road. And then I think when we beat when when we we needed to win game six that one year against Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then we came home. Yeah. Because it, it's difficult, so hard. It's easy to come in on the road, stay in a hotel, go to the game, everybody's at home. Your family's taken care of by all the PR guys and everything's set. At home, it's on you. You and it's difficult and things get chaotic. So for me it, it Losing game five in the fashion we did in triple overtime, that was a hard game to play because everybody's you feel like everybody's there waiting for a party, right? Oh, I was like, I was. Thanks, Luke. We, we, we let you down that night room. because all my friends are there, ready to yeah. party all night at Chelly's, and yeah, you're yeah. driving down there, and everybody's downtown waiting for this huge party. party yeah. And guess who holds the keys to the party? Well, twenty of us do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and that's it's overwhelming, man. I don't. You're human. Oh, it, I can, it's hard. Like you don't want to. Yeah, you can't think it. That's one of the things where you just and it's not about you. Small. It's not about you. It's not. No. A, it's, it's about letting everybody down. Right. Like like you, somebody like parents fly in. Your right. grandpa right. flies in. They, they're going to see you win the cup and hold it up. And it's everybody's going to come in the room and party. And then I don't know who did it. They took the cup out. That jinxed us, by the way, against Pittsburgh. You can never take the cup out that early, by the way. And wrap the room with to get it wrapped oh, up with a champ. Uh, Too early. Like, look at Tampa Bay. You can't have a cup party before the playoffs start. Whoever <laughs> did that doesn't work in Tampa Bay anymore. You know that. Bunch. No, they shouldn't. Not even yeah. I'd fucking do that. Bring the cup <laughs> to Tampa before you start playing for it. <laughs> you knew that? No. Yeah. You know, you know. I go back. That's, outside, they had a party outside with the cup. Dude, that's uh, <laughs> that's messing with the karma. The golf, oh, the, the golf the, the hockey the gods hockey came gods. right down, Mac, and just struck them. Boom. You know, I go back to 97 when you guys won it, and you said you weren't sure. You you were like, we might never win this. Yeah. Well, that's what a lot of us fans were the same way, especially a lot of older fans have been around. The Wings hadn't won the Cup in 40 years, you know. And so and everybody knew you guys had yeah. the team to do it, but it was like you said, can you, I can sense you get there over was, the hope? I sensed that year, and I wasn't playing. Vernie was playing. He played great, especially Vernie was unreal against Colorado, Colorado that year. He was. And everybody talked about how good we were, but he, he played – just as good as Patrick Well, probably better I in that series. He was unreal. Sure. That's that's to me what stamps Mike Vernon as a Red Wing. 
Uh, he played absolutely fantastic in that series. And I got a picture with him in the locker room afterwards, one of my favorites ever, because Vernie never took his jock strap off ever. I'm like, can you, can you look normal? Like, we're in our stalls. I have my underwear on looking normal. He's got just his jock strap on. I'm like, <laughs> I got it in my basement. I'm like, people come over and go, go what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, he, he, I don't even know what that is. Like, like a yoga hey, guy's banana. banana hey, hand. listen, like, you were the bottle and he was the beer can because he was shaped like a little beer can. <laughs> he had it literally shaped like a little beer can. <laughs> yeah, but but in that relief for, and I think, you know, the new general manager, Steve Eisman, relief for him. Yeah. Tried to, to finally get to lift that cup at center ice and yeah. in, front of, in front of the fans, and that was perfect for him, but... It's difficult. Not that it got any easier to win the next year by any stretch of the imagination because things change and pressures oh. change and you want to win for different reasons each, each and every season, obviously. Uh, we know why in 98 why we wanted to win after the accident, for sure, yeah. for Vladdy. That was huge motivation for us to go back and win again. And I think that we're not going to be denied against Washington. I mean, you, you talk about what New Jersey did to us and what we did we to did Philly. Exactly. We did to Washington that year. And everybody goes, oh, Washington wasn't very good. Washington was damn good if you they look at that great. team. Bondra, they were great. Bondra, Joe good. Juno. But they had the, their own bash line. They had, you know. The one thing when you get to that level is the team that's more determined is going to win. Because everybody's the same. Everybody's very talented. Anybody can beat anybody. But if you have that determination and something that you're going after above somebody else that's going to put you over the top by that much, Mac. Just it's all smidge. it takes. And, everybody, everybody's, and everybody's doing that much extra, yeah. whether it's blocking a shot, doing anything to win. And, and, and that's what happens. That's why you always hear these rallying cries every year. And, and uh, two, two great years, different years. Yeah. Well, what, what, what's your feeling after that uh, in the locker room at the, after you win the cup that first year? And then all of a sudden, everybody's the locker room's clearing out. You're just in '98. Yeah, you're, the first year, '97. Your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Like the re relief? I mean, is uh, there any beer left? And yeah. where are the <laughs> Max, like, who's got a cigar? And where is Ray Lane? That was looking that for Ray. Razor, yeah. yeah, you were. Razor <laughs> smoked my cigar. I'm like, come on, Ray. It was, we were sharing this thing here. I know. Olsen is gone. He was like in full party mode after I know that. I was. So dude, was hot. Hey, dude, yeah, him and Kazi were. Yeah, one of my favorite pictures. In. That's my favorite. Yeah. You get Kazi to say, thanks, Ray. Give him a hug. And say, That's the guy, most miserable motherfucker ever. Yeah, it took a lot to get a smile in his face. Jeez. We went all the way over to Moscow to play in, in Igor's retirement game, and, and, and Kazi was there. He never smiled once. That's what, fuck, we flew all this way to see you, and you're not even happy. He was sour at us. Tell, 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 tell everybody that I'm not exaggerating yeah. as far well, as, like, he was fucking miserable. Yeah, he was miserable. He wouldn't even talk to us in warm-up. We are like, skating around. He's just... Wouldn't even pay attention. Hey, we're, yeah, we're over here, Kazi. Yeah, we're like, Kazi. Right. <laughs> yes, like, it's like a game. We flew all the way here for you. Yes, we did. We Kazi. still haven't learned Russian. <laughs> it's okay. Um, hey, you're talk about your mask. Why'd you never change it? Explain. And uh, Perry, who asked this question? Because I don't have the you know name. What? And, here. and it's funny because I was talking to someone with my helmet. I, by the way, I, I have it in my closet still, sitting in there. Same one, like yeah, with lots of other stuff. We can't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. It's hockey gear. It's definitely all the hockey gear. It's all gear. the hockey gear that's, yeah. and memorabilia. That's what we're talking about. That's it. And anyways, it's sitting in my closet, so I'm looking at this thing. It was the one I wore in the final, so I'm like, it's kind of cool. It's still sitting there like that. But then, you know how you don't look at your stuff for years. and then You, you put it on? Oh, it's not going to fit in my head. I'm so swollen right now. Are you? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. And uh, <laughs> Bloated. But I'm like, 
I'm, I, am I going to get hit in the head all the time, Mac? I'm like, I mean, these concussions, my memory's not quite as sharp as it used to be, but the re I would never have changed it. You're yeah, I would. Uh, that's it. And I never, ever would have changed it. I remember I was in Toronto and some kid yells at me, nice helmet, that thing sucks. Because yeah. it's a young kid. They never seen that. They didn't know what that is. I go, that's kind of that, that's kind of cool. So I go, I'm going to keep wearing it for sure now. I'm never changing like, Just in spite of this. So I, was wore, I wore it because I could see out of it better it was more comfortable and because every goddamn time i put on a mask you guys would abuse me in practice <laughs> <laughs> and that's the honest to god truth and i get these guys making these beautiful masks like wizard of oz masks yeah. and i get a picture of it and i get this other mask then i have the three masks and some guy from canada maybe one i put on practice and you guys would just abuse me <laughs> i couldn't wear it it was like peer pressure it came off the next day i was too weak for it so I didn't wear it. And it was like too comfortable. And then I admit when Rick DiPietro wore that helmet in New Jersey, I was sorry. I'm like, can't wear that. He's got to get like, he, he's got to get a pass to wear it. He's got to call me to wear it. I know Rick from, right, from, from Long from Island. Yeah. But he, he had to wear it because something was going on with his head or something. Yeah. And, and I, he, he should still like, he can't he should, be the last guy you, to wear you it. You had the grandfather, right. Yeah, you got a grandfather. Right? No, you, got, mean, you, you should make, have had a patent yeah, on that. It's got, you got to okay it. I mean, I it's like Jacques Plant. You're sort of like on the way out. Like Matt, Peg McTavish, remember last guy without the bucket? Yeah, yeah oh. they grandfathered him. I, right? I did a signing in Toronto, and some guy had six of them. And he said that every one I had was sold somewhere. So if I wore it and I changed it into new ones, because Paul Boyer, no word of a lie, would go on eBay, go on the computer, and we'd sit in his office and search for pieces to build them. And then we'd paint them red. We'd make them, and some were good. That one, my last one was really good. Paul did it. Outstanding job. And I would never, ever put my neck guard there. I'd never put the plastic on there because it irritated me and because I'm superstitious a little bit too. But we're not going to. I wasn't a crazy goalie, by the way. No, no. You were the most. But I the, put You're the sanest. Yeah. You're the sanest. And you're a lunatic. Yeah. But you're the sanest goalie. But, like, I always tell everybody that. You're not. Like, you're you're a hybrid sort of way because you're right along yeah. the lines and you're and you're a little bit different i put yeah. string on there it would always get knocked off yeah oh, I, I remember seeing that and, a lot. and paul boyer would come to the bench and scotty would be yelling at him because you know we'd be on fire sometimes and i'd kill the kill the vibe of the team because paul's trying to fix this thing his hands would be shaking so much and then i purposely move my head away so it would take longer. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be, stay still stay still and i would like move away farther and farther <laughs> now, scotty'd be losing it on him yelling at him now that's a great Ozzy. That's a great segue into uh, I tell everybody what a what a jokester, a prankster you are. I might I might let everybody know um, that maybe you enjoyed sewing my car keys in my pockets oh. a bunch of times. I got to tell you the best trick I ever had on me. These guys in Long Island got me. It all came back around. We'll go back come to some of my stories after. But yeah, these young guys, Steve Webb, you know him. Yeah, oh yeah. Sean Bates, Mark Parrish. Yeah, Eric Karen's Karen. Oh, so I'm in Long Island. All these guys. Now, so did wait. So, so I'm the oldest guy there with my wait. wife, and they call my wife Lovey from from Gillian's Island, <laughs> and call me Thurston and Lovey because we're so old. And I drove around in an old Lexus, just a gray one, just grizzled. <laughs> and these guys were young guys who were having Bud Light parties with kegs, and they knew all these guys. And and I went from Detroit, where I was one of the youngest guys, yeah. to Long Island, where I was the oldest guy. And they're calling me Thurston Owl. Which which was awesome. It was fun. It was something totally different. And so I'm I'm so now we're doing pranks back and forth. And Snowy and I, Gar Snow, we're the goalies. We're do, playing tricks on these guys. Well, I'm driving home one day. I'm on the Long Island Expressway. Now you know tra traffic in New York is terrible. 
Well, these guys took my underwear and coated them in A535. Oh. My balls almost wait, wait. burnt off that A535 day. A535 is like hot, And hot, I, hot I was heat. stuck in traffic in a full sweat, and I thought my balls were going to burn off. And I said to myself, I wasn't mad. I'm like, that's one of the best fucking tricks I've ever had. Ever. See, and I'm see. sour I didn't do it. And it was so good. I went back, and I just sat in the room. I just gave him a little clap. <laughs> I go, it's coming back some point, but I don't know when. Then I go, after I said that to him, I go to my car. It's filled with styrofoam pieces to the roof. They got me again. <laughs> then I go back. I get this all out. I remember I have it. I open my car doors. I'm in front of the Nassau Coliseum, and it fucking blowing everywhere. And sure as shit, here comes Mike Milbury and his car comes flying up and he goes, all he does is, Mike Milbury, right? Opens the door and goes, what is fucking wrong with you? And he takes off. <laughs> like it's me. <laughs> now, and then I go home and that night they toilet paper my truck and fucking put like foam underneath my thing. They got me three days in a row and I'm like, that's payback for all the stuff I've ever done. And they got me better than anybody Absolutely. ever has. Absolutely. Oh. But, I the, but the thing in the underwear... That's number well, one the, all what's time. What's the best prank you you've done? Because I mean, when did you? I used to become a prankster. I used to call. I used to put Vaseline <laughs> and foam in Paul Boyer's phone. This is back when the cell phones were absolute, obsolete. So you, that's back when you have the old phones, right? You'd have like line one, two, three. So right, if that, Paul Boyer that. was line one, John Wharton would be line four. So I'd grab Paul Boyer's phone and call John Wharton, and he'd be like in a panic trench, like stretching guys. I call him. <laughs> whoom, grab his phone, all Vaseline and foam all over his face. And then he'd be, and I look at it here is fucking Ozzy on the other end. Like if I wasn't playing, look out, it was on. Oh, <laughs> dude, like Ozzy's straight, whatever is. I tied Dave you, you Lewis's shoe. get the shoe. security guy tie his shoelace to the, to the extra chair and be walking. But, or, um, but tell this story, okay? <laughs> your bachelor party, we go golfing with your buddy from oh, home. I'm just telling you a story somebody the other day. Right? Wait, okay, so uh, Ozzy brought it up earlier in the program, right? I am okay, one of the best so, Sharpie marker guys ever to uh, live on the face of the earth. Oh, I will, I will let you, you tell. I will let you tell them about the time you got me. I can't, yeah, I can't. I can't outweigh anybody now, but back in the day, I could. <laughs> and you used to outweigh me, so he'd marker me at the back of the post one night, where but, and I'd always crash at their house. Me, like, I was. Let, too let's easy. be honest with you. Easy target. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, be yeah, honest yeah, here. I mean, yeah. that's not saying anything bad about Mac. Mac just like to have a really good time. Back. <laughs> yeah, I still do. Oh, yeah. Just a little bit different. <laughs> just it. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, so we were having a golf, and it was your bachelor party. We're going. What a golf. time that was! What a setup. So his buddy, so his partner in crime on the team was him and Maltz. And they'd sit on the plane together, and they'd just fucking drink fucking Bud Lights after the game and connive and fucking <laughs> whatever. How they were all gonna gonna do everything else. But um, Neil Little, who was the oh. goaltender, um, played in the minors and Philly system yeah. for years. Is he still scouting? Or is he's he... scouting for Florida now. He's Scout... still do... yeah, legend. Anyways, we call him Les. He's a legend. So these guys grew up. They're lifetime, you know, lifetime buddies and shit. So he comes in. We, and we hang this. I gotta tell us. Sorry, yeah, Matt. Go ahead. We're, in, we're this goalie named Nick Duvis. So when you're in summer league, there's always the goalie that makes you look bad. So Neil and I are supposed to be the AHL pro goalies, really good. This guy was like had the old, um, don, like the old square goalie pads on, like um, Mike Leute wore, and the best pad stack ever. Vooch. This guy was unbelievable. Right. He'd always make Neil and I look bad in the summer league, and then Ken Holland would always say, "Nick Duvis is way better than you." <laughs> look at him. So Neil and I are like. Fuck this guy. We're going to get him. So we took right. his gear, long ropes, tied it, 
threw it over the rafters and hung his, <laughs> hung his gear from the top of the arena. So he comes there and no gear, and we, we hung it up top so he couldn't play that night because we'd had enough of this, the bad reviews. We didn't need this anymore because he don't play us every game. He'd have four teams, and he beat us every year in this little league they had in Medicine Hat right, where right. Kelly Rudy played out in it, actually. And <laughs> this guy was unreal, and I, we, we had enough. So we went into the rink, Medicine Hat Arena, and hung all his gear from the rafters and just let, left it up there and it hung up there so we couldn't play that night. So we finally looked half decent. <laughs> so that's kind of where it all started. You do, but so anyways, we get, we're having this golf, so you had your buddies in, and yep. what was your, uh, I don't want to ruin the story, what was your buddy's name? Oh, Rick Geisel? Rick, yeah, so Geisel, and like you said, Oz, might, we're playing golf the next day, and uh, he passes out. I, I want you to tell a story. When I, I am a boozer on his legs? Yeah, exactly. Now, we'll put this into perspective ricky doesn't drink anymore so we'll give him props for that neither do i rick way to go buddy way to go buddy he's straight as an arrow and doing good his son just got drafted goalie spokane chiefs all right outstanding so this is back when uh, he enjoyed drinking and uh, he passed out so i wrote i am a boozer on the back of his legs on his calves i am a on one and boozer on the back and big yeah we're not talking he didn't ozzy didn't just write it Block ass letters because he's an artist when it comes to his magic markers. It's attention to detail, Blue. You have yeah, to. A, it, nice. It's it's attention to detail when you're doing this stuff. Like I put full beards driving. One of my <laughs> friends passed out in the passenger side. I drove back from golf. I drove a full beard on him. We went into the gas station and the woman's just looking at him like, "What is?" He's like, "Why is that woman looking at me like that? Like I'm weird or something?" He goes, "What's that on my fingers?" I'm like, "That's just from your golf grips. It was raining outside. He's got black all over him." I'm skipping all over the place now. This coffee is strong. <laughs> and now we're back to I'm a boozer. So then we go to the, the halfway house. Go, no, we're, we're, we're out. Yeah. I think we're at Orchards or something. Yeah. No, we were at, up north with... Uh, Oh yeah, with and he's Tolker. got two bags of beer on the on his shoulders. Yeah. And I got the picture at home. I just looked at it this summer when I was in Canada. And he's walking with it. Now it's a contradiction, the, the thing now. And he's got two huge bags of beer, and it, I am a boozer on the back of on his calves. <laughs> and he doesn't know for the whole round whole of round. golf. Doesn't so know. the 17th and hole. The, and oh. the, the cart, cart girl. girl fucked yep. it up, went, went, can I get you anything, boozer? And he's like, yep. what? He says, well, that's your name, right? On the back of your calves the whole day. Oh. so laughing. Oh, I remember I got one of my friends, too, one night he's, and he, 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 you know those guys that always blames everybody else for their, their drinking? You, you, you've met guys like that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you. So I don't blame anybody else for say, my drink. So yeah. I, I drew like a, now he had a mustache, but I put a full beard on him. And so he comes out to breakfast the next morning. He's like, "Oh boys, you guys were still out of control last night, weren't you? Oh that Joey, geez, he was sure drinking. I took it easy last night." So he's trying to tell everybody he's got a full beard. He doesn't even know it for like four hours. More. But he's explained to everybody how he never drank and everybody else was really drinking. Yeah. Oh my god! And then he finally went to the to the uh, mirror right away. Ozzy, he stormed after him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes you got to watch out. Like, I got Tyler Wright once when we were in Bannon Dunes golfing trip, he, and he was golfing with Kenny at 6 in the morning. He did not like that. He had to rub his face so much it was beat red, and he, he wasn't happy with me. <laughs> well, and, and, and Tyler and Strong, like, explain because yeah, he was the director of Bannon scouting. Like, Tyler's fought like Worrell. He's fought some tough guys. And yeah. Ty, like, Tyler w would grab me by one arm, and I'd be locked in for like, and I wouldn't even fight it. I'd just, you can do whatever you want with me now, please. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I got him, and I said to myself, check. Check Tyler is off the list of ever writing on his face or anywhere else again. Done with that. See, there's Ozzy's learned over the years, but you always get away with, you know, stuff like uh, that. Neil was the best. He was. I, what kind of stories can I tell? You him? can tell anything you want here. Ozzie. I put uh, anything that now. Jenna was involved in this one because Neil was driving home. He had this little pug. No, flying home. WestJet. Yeah. 
little pug bag, and he thought, I love this dog. He'd always walk around and eat hot dogs with him. It looked rather odd. <laughs> walk around and eat hot dogs. <laughs> so, you know, the bag with tag pug. The bag tag of the dog is sitting here. So we get these uh, cards of naked men, okay? Like a deck of cards, and, you know, they're spr- the old school ones, you know, where they might have, like, a collar on. Yeah. Them, <laughs> so we put them in his bag tags, right? So he's, so I'm standing in line with a WestJet. So they're on his luggage, this one guy, and he's just, like, you know, posing, you know, whatever, leather on, chaps. <clears throat> We know what it looks like. I don't have to explain it. No. So it's on the dog bag. So this, the, the stewardess goes, oh, it's sure a cute dog you have there. So he holds the dog up, and the tag's hanging right below the dog, and the woman's like mortified. Oh, my God. And she takes off, and Neil's like, why is she acting so weird? Why is everybody acting so weird around me here? Gets on the plane, flies all the way home with this. He has to go to a, a term with his father. Gets out, rushes to the first tee. I'd replaced his driver with a huge can I say it? Yeah. Dildo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, his dad's a big guy in Medicine Hat. He's uh, air, on a, he flies planes, medevac. He's, right, right, It's right, a right. charity yeah, golf yeah. term. Everybody's huddled around the first tee. Neil's dad's there. They're all giving him a clap. <laughs> uh, here's my son. Neil Little will now tee off. Rips his driver out. The dildo goes flying across the first tee box. And on it, he just called me. He's like, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> And the other time, and the other time I got him was even better. Actually, my wife was part of this. We 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 tied a dildo to the back of his rental car here in, in Detroit. We drove around scouting everywhere. Went across the border with it. Actually, he didn't have to claim. No it. way. Yeah. So he's going to the airport. He's and he's tired. So he's going to the airport. He's going to the airport. And he's sitting in the drive-through. And his window, and, and he's tired, and he's sitting there, and, he, and the guy's walking up to his uh, car slowly, and Neil's like, what, what's going on? This guy's walking, like, real intently right to his vehicle. So Neil undoes the window about this far, and he goes, excuse me, sir, but you have a dildo hanging from the back of your vehicle. <laughs> Neil's like, that bastard! <laughs> well, we Three always days know driving it's around you. With that. It's always, oh, do you it's so worth it. Hey. Um, and because I'm a, this dude, one good. Of I gotta stop was, telling was you and Ver, oh. you, I always, I changed the story this to is you gonna, and Maltz, this, but you and Bernie got Drapes and I in the Ritz. Oh, and I tell that story, that's my that's the best one. And the and then the payback we got you with the pop machine. Oh, yeah, I couldn't get out of my room, <laughs> I, dude. I, so, 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 tell, so, tell us, so can you, from your perspective, because I've told it and, and 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 you and Bernie started it. Yeah, they did. The thing is then is Bernie, would, Bernie wasn't as subdued as I was. <laughs> He'd do it, but he let everybody know it was us. I'm like, it's coming now. Like, uh, you know how many times we, we get off the bus, Volucci, and we get off, room keys are gone. Well, of course they're gone because the guys took them. Something's going on right now, and somebody else is talking to us to misdirect us over here. And meanwhile, our room's getting trashed, or <laughs> something's going on, or we'd always go in there, and they'd rent back then. You could rent the adult movies. On your TV. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's another movie you rented. So guys it, would walk in other guys' rooms it would, it would, and it would, on the porn. It would show up on cash. your bill. You know, you'd yeah. have to go check out, oh, I rented so-and-so. You yeah. know, no, I didn't. No, actually, I didn't rent that. You know, it's not even worth even explaining it, because if you do, it makes you look worse. It's even worse, yeah. So it's... <laughs> yeah, you're trying to get <laughs> so cheap. So, so very I do us... These guys put a pop machine in front of our door. Well, Joey, you kosher. got us first. Yeah. You got us at the Ritz Carlton. Tell us what they Tell what us you about. Did. The thing is, you, just, you don't do this stuff at the Ritz Carlton, do you? Like, <laughs> you're not supposed to. I like telling the stories, but Jesus, sometimes you look back and like, why? But that's why? the it's whole not a point good idea. Where we did it, so they uh. put the whole the whole bedroom into the bathroom at the Ritz. That we had to get a new room, and we know it's them, and we yeah. try to get them back. So it took till. Because oh. Bernie was gone. We're going to miss the wrong. bus. We're going to miss the bus. We almost missed the plane. I know you did. <laughs> and Scotty's standing outside the, the plane on the tarmac. We had to take a cab there. And Bernie's like, it doesn't matter. You can't play without us. Like, Bernie, 
we we got a goal. Like we got a we're late. Scotty's blaming us, and he's he's pissed at us. And he's like, "You're never playing in Edmonton. You're never playing in Calgary." Like we had been out doing something, but we hadn't been. We're no. watching football in the room. <laughs> yeah, and we locked him in. We pulled the pop machine down, and yeah. So that is a true question because uh, Vernon almost missed that. Greg Price. That one's free. Let's give Greg because he was. Wondering. Did he want that story? Yeah, he did. He wanted okay. to hear the uh, is like the true validity, but that you. So like you're trying to blame Vernie for turning you into the prankster that you were, and and the whole thing is uh, I want to know is the uh, the guys in the aisle right you that got you so they, good. You know they dominated me. No, no, but did you start with them? Is that why? Did you open the door? Like, did you? Uh, a little bit, but not reputation? a lot. A little bit of both. And yeah, Snowy and I it. would try doing stuff. I, I like the, you know, um, Norm Miracle, I'd put, a, put a, an old CD case inside his blocker, and, it would, <laughs> and he thought his blocker was always broken, so he's <laughs> doing that. Um, <laughs> I, 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 cutting guy's sticks just enough, the puck would hit his stick and it would break. Yeah. Norm, Norm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you torture. There's some younger guys just torture. And, they, and explain because if Ozzy didn't play, if like when if Ozzy had a night off, oh, you just better hope you weren't on his tied, list. Tied Dave Lewis's shoe to the uh, <laughs> to the goalie stool on the bench. He, he went to leave the bench. It was ricocheting around. He couldn't get off. Um, uh, one of my, uh, you know, then you obviously do the things where you, you thread through the magazines, put guys' heads on certain oh, guys. Oh, you're the king. Uh, of, wait, hold on. You got to know this, okay? Full wall in the back room. Wait, I, not like, even full wall. I couldn't believe, I was so pissed when they took that down. I know, but John Hunt took it down because they didn't want anybody to see it. And there was nothing revealing on no, that. No, there was, wasn't anything just, good. It's Ozzy's the king of taking, it's like Photoshopping back in the day when it was like manually. Like, like, so it's like, it'd be like old school... Right, you like have to example, cut out pictures and glue it, and he used to do faces. Like, for example, if I was in really that much better shape than my goalie partner, there'd be a one-on-one -on -one photo with the guy ripped my head on him and the other goalie. <laughs> I'm not going to go with any names, other head on the other guy. Right. That one got me in a little bit of hot water. <laughs> Every now and then, the guys didn't like it, so I didn't know who I could put up there and who I couldn't. But most of the time, the guys are pretty good about it. Hey, how about the best one that I said? Remember the fuck the Chuck Norris drapes in, oh. in Pittsburgh? <laughs> the best. Hey, because that one we used got to that. sit at the back. It was yeah. so... That was, that was my whole... Yeah. Warm up was to get that pitcher out of the stands. Didn't even care about stopping the puck. It was all that Chuck Norris picture. Yeah, now. it was like so good. It's drapes and drapes his photo as Chuck Norris. Oh, that's class. So he is Chuck Norris though. He oh, is. He is. Though. he is. No, he's the real Chuck Norris. He is the real Chuck Norris. Josh, why don't you tell us what's going on with the Russian Five and uh, this past Monday, Sergey Fedorov, uh, Igor Larionov, uh, Slavikov. We're in New York. No, well, they were in Moscow. Oh, they were in Moscow. On Monday. Excuse me. And Jenny was in, in Moscow. Yeah. To do a press conference to announce that we were having Dan our. Was there. Dan was there. Um, we're having our Russian premiere in Moscow, September twenty second. Wow, and everybody's excited at the. So what? What's that like? Have you been talking to Jenny as far as was it because it was not that you were worried about what was going on or the reception, but now that the guys have see them behind it and. What's what has she said like coming out of there, coming out of the press conference? What was the feedback? So I, uh, we'll find out you know, when they actually see it. I mean, I know Igor's seen it, but to see it with the crowd, I, 
as you can attest to, is a completely different experience. So that'll be really awesome. You know, Slava Fatisov will be there. Sergey's going to try to be there. Hopefully Kazi will be able to make it out. Um, so that's going on on the 22nd. But even before that, uh, you know, the Wings are going to be in Traverse City this weekend for training camp. So so are we. Uh, State Theater is going to play the Russian Five all weekend, one screening a day, um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And then next week, we're going to be playing it at the Birmingham Theater all week. Because next Thursday, Slava Fatisov is coming to town, and we're going to be doing a special event, sort of a little private thing at, um, uh, what is it, Ernst Benz showroom. Uh, we're doing a special limited edition, the Russian Five watch, and all of the proceeds for these watches are going to go to Vladimir Konstantinov. Awesome. Wow. So, and we're going to have some really, really cool special uh, auction items. That money will go to him as well, including some jerseys signed by. We've got four of the five signatures so far, so we're going to hopefully get Vladdy's on it as well, and we'll have some auctioned off jerseys of all five Russian five signing. That's awesome. I mean, it just keeps, and, and that's the whole thing is that the fact that uh, I believe that you know it's a movie that. Is it, you know a story that gets stronger and stronger because it's 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 a people story. It's about the people and the and the sacrifice and what you can accomplish no matter what language, what color, you know what religion, where you're from. If you truly love the person next to you, there's so much that can be accomplished. And uh, again, Josh, I always say thank you for uh, putting that and going through all the stuff and <laughs> making it available. Well, thank you guys for being a part of it and living it. No worries. Well, also here at Grind Time, we're proud to announce fine folks at MyPillow. Do you have a MyPillow, Oz? I think I might have one, actually. Yeah, you should, because MyPillow, they're Jenna on board. Jenna buys me these good pillows all the time, Yeah, and then I lose them. I don't well, know, but my girls, you know, they, they take them. Well, they didn't earn college and stuff They're in college and stuff, but yeah, you know what? I have used one of those. Well, good. Well, if you need any more, and you tell the Bearcat, too, right now you can get two MyPillows for the very low price of sixty nine ninety eight. But only if you use a promo code DMAC. Go to MyPillow.com and pick up a new set of Giza sheets or a MyPillow dog bed. Because, Ozzy, I uh, had two bulldogs that we had to put down, and I took their dog beds. I got and a dog their MyPillow right dog beds are phenomenal. I just got a dog, Lewis. You do? What kind? Uh, I should owe. Do you name, <laughs> after, do you name <laughs> after Dave? It's like a poodle mixed with a schnauzer. Oh, so look. Snoodle. Snoodle. That's what, you got it. Snoodle. See? Well, you know, if your snoodle needs a dog bed, just make sure they use the promo code DMAC when checking out MyPillow.com. Yes. Thank you, Mike Lindell. Um, well, thank you. That's awesome, Josh. So uh, what do you remember, Oz, like the three cups? The three cups that you have, or, or do you have your favorite memories, or I know what I want, Joe Lewis. Do you have a Joe Lewis arena memory like that you think back um, well, there's so many. For, I mean, it, is, it, we we could come back and do that whole thing. Um, tons. Um, I, I would say my first game, awesome stepping on that ice. You think of Maple Leaf Gardens. I mean, we, you and I played the last year of all those buildings, so we got... I know, that, dude. It, Wasn't that it, cool? Like Chicago yeah, Stadium. Chicago Stadium's Boston was atrocious. Like awesome. I mean, these... How was Boston as a... Well, all these arenas, the, the press box and dress rooms were an afterthought. Right, and you know, even Joe tight, Lewis. Yeah. But it was cool how they were, and even yeah, even Joe Lewis. But I'm still a big fan of hockey arenas. That's what they were. You're there for hockey, for drinking beer, and trying to go to the bathroom because you're so packed. Amen. And, always, and uh, it was just about the game. And uh, but Joe Lewis, 
Stevie's goal in overtime, game seven against St. Louis, because I had a perfect view of it. And I see mm -hmm. the highlights always from the other direction. I'm like, that, that direction sucks. My direction was the best. <laughs> oh, dude, right underneath it. Wayne that. Gretzky, great player, dropped past the neutral zone, and Stevie ate it up right on. And just a rocket shot with one of those old wood sticks like only he could, top shelf. John Casey, who was in because Grant Fear got injured, was on his head. Unbelievable. Entire, unbelievable, the whole series. Absolutely. In game seven, crazy, one of the best games I've ever seen. And uh, absolutely outstanding goal there. Um, I would say your goal. Yeah. Against, I'm not saying because I'm here. No. Because I got and I had a, I had a good view of that too. Right, right, first row again. And uh, but that was great just because of the circumstances of when it happened. Because when you're only up, we were only up by a goal, maybe yeah. two at the time. You never know what's going to happen. All of a sudden, you go back to Philly. It when you're in a series, people don't understand. If you lose one game, it starts to mount. And it gets more and more difficult to win that last game. So you want to end it right now, dude. You want to get that's that why over. the sweeps are the like they're even like yeah. the Anaheim. So even when you're up three nothing as Philly, you lose one game, you go back to Philly, you maybe lose that. Well now, whoa, you come back to Detroit for Game Six. You're you're not feeling too sharp. You want to get that over with. So that goal was huge. I, Helm's goal against Chicago. That series. I mean, Chicago. Everybody's oh, series was easy. It was like three or four overtime games. They had Kane. <laughs> yeah. Taves, they had, listen, their last line was Bufflin, yeah. um, Burrish, and, and Boland. Burkle? Yeah. yeah, and Bickle. Yeah. They had an unreal team. They were a young stud team coming up. We knew how good they Keith and, and, and were, they Seabrook. were young. Yeah. They were young studs, and they were just kind of missing the goalie at the time. Uh, but they were a difficult team, so, I mean, we didn't want to go back to Chicago. Absolutely That, that not. was a complete relief then Gary Bettman made us play like two days later, five games in six days. And we couldn't sleep in our own beds. I'm that's joking. Much, I was yeah, joking. So, but but yeah, all of a sudden, yeah. we got penalized for winning early. Remember, we had to play right against Pittsburgh, and we played back-to-back. -back. We ended up playing all these games in a row. We ran out of gas in the end there. But um, other moments, probably on the ice, the last day of the show, probably with all the guys out there. Yeah, that it was, was cool. cool, wasn't it? And the stands. I remember I was <laughs> sitting. I was doing that game for Fox, and um, thankfully um, – Brady and the other guys at Fox let me not do that game, so I'd go hang out. So I went and actually sat in my seats for the last, like, five minutes of the game. It was oh, awesome. Cool. Mm -hmm. Just watching the game end, and the fans were fired up. Shane scores two goals, first two of the year. I know. <laughs> but it was cool, like, yeah. from that perspective, watching games. I like sitting in the stands and watching games and hanging out with, you know, my kids and stuff. Different perspective, and you're with the fans, and you're with the ushers and all the people that you know there. That's kind of what I miss about the Joe is it was – it was you knew everybody family and it was like we all family. grew up together it was like you could say hi around every corner you went because you knew who it was and from and it was great hugs and kisses everywhere in that building and uh miss it for sure um geez man, there's so so many in there uh i'd say my 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 first game against columbus in the playoffs because my regular season sucked so bad that year and now oh, i mean maybe they'll, they'll play ty conklin that year and we'd right. won the year before and uh i'm like i I just want to play the playoffs. When you get older, and I know it sounds bad, but the regular season's long, man. It's long, and I wasn't ready for it, and I mentally I didn't get myself in that space where I could do it, and I was hit or miss all season, and I had some bad stretches, but I knew like when the playoffs started, I'd be ready to go because right. I want to play the playoffs. And that's where sometimes coaches get this misconception, but they don't care what you did last year. They care what you're doing now. And if you're not performing, how are they going to put you in? you got to understand that too. So that game probably, because I just want to show everybody, hey, listen, I can play. I'm going to play in the playoffs. I'm going to play good. So that was a big game. I think we won 3-0 or 3-1 maybe or something yeah. or 4-1. Um, you think of, like, return of guys. Like, when you returned 
front your first game at the Joe. Yeah, that was sweet. Um, I always the one thing is yeah, you think the Bob like, started the grind line, which yeah, I thought was which classy. was cool. He, just it's not necessarily the big wins and the losses, more than it's just like little moments that are real cool. Um, I'm just going to retire Stevie's number there. Uh, when you're on the ice with a cup, the ceremony in the room when we won the cup in 97 was cool. And then all of a sudden, I'm in the Olympia room. I don't know how I ended up in there. All of a sudden, the door opened. That's where the beer was. Yeah, all of a sudden, I was in there for some particular reason. <laughs> all your gear on. Yeah, I had no gear. I lost my gear. I had no gear for the next year. And I hate new gear. Oh, yeah. That's the, the, the whole Obviously, time. if you still got your helmet in. Yeah. And no. probably the parades. Awesome. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's yeah. Um, unbelievable. How about, I got a question for you because I want to show you that. Do you remember, because uh, you do have a goal. Yeah, Hartford. Just, I, I, I remember it. Well, and take a look right there's here. There's a full backstory to this thing, too. And, and, well, can, and, let's hear it. Well, before the Hartford game, and it's in the mall. The dressing room is not <laughs> It's in the mall. Right. <laughs> it's in the mall. Yeah. And, it's in the mall. And I told Drapes I was going to score a goal, and Drapes was hurt or not feeling sharp that game. So he wasn't <laughs> playing. And, he, and he's like, no, you're not. I said, Drapes, I think I'm going to score tonight. Not, not joking around. So... He was walking down from the press box in Hartford down to the dressing room, and Drapes missed him. He did. And then he's in the corner of the rink, and, the, and back in those old buildings, the glass was never uniform. You know, it had the huge cracks in it. And I could, Drapes' lips were through. Did you score? <laughs> you score? And I go, yep, I scored, Drapes. And back then, they show the highlight on the, 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 the Jumbotron, but they're so bad, you can't really see it, right? right. So Drapes didn't believe it until I said, yeah, I scored. <laughs> so Drapes missed that. He had to see it afterwards. That wow. is, that's unbelievable. That is, that's unbelievable. But yeah. like, that was a perfect, you know, opportunity. And that's one of the things that, you know, you were always good at is handling the puck. And I think you take, you know, the, the way that that game was is that. Yeah, I can go both did ways. Did you used to, do, well, that's, <laughs> you, hey, listen, really? Dom it, was yeah. the worst ever. Oh, but he thought he was great. Stay too. in that's your the, net. And he loved trying to play it, didn't he? Dude, oh, yeah. it was like, that was the best play for anybody I got stuff. When Dom would go to that, the whole batch would be, stay in your net. My favorite is in practice, you shoot off the glass. Ozzy, Ozzy, Dom shot it off the glass. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like a little kid when you're playing minor hockey, you finally get arrested off the glass. Right, right, you can lift it. it. I'm like, all right, oh Dom, my God. <laughs> you loved it. That's Were you practicing in practice? I scored juniors around. Yeah, oh, you time, scored yeah. juniors too. Well, me and my we talked out of Neil a little before. We were partners in Bantam, uh, Midget, all the way along, and then my in junior. Well, during drills, so we'd have a, a bet for either it be say lunch or whatever it yeah. was for. Whoever could score the most goals in the other guy would would win for that day. So say there's a three on two going down, Max, <laughs> and, and I'd, I'd rifle yeah. a late one. <laughs> Try and score. So you'd be yeah. like watching, like yeah. kicking out the last second, dude. That's so. That's so you try and win, like so. I could be up like two nothing. I'd be at the other end two, and coaches like, what, what, what is going, going on out here? here? It's the same thing as when guys would stand in the line, and he'd be in the net, and then it'd be like guys would just shoot for the empty net, especially if it was me or Drapes or whatever. Like that, he'd pay attention to. Always oh, like be knocking it out. Oh, okay, yeah. be like a game, because like. The comp competition, especially like at the end of practice when we do the rebound drill or just, it was all like little kids. Competition, who beat who, juice boy, this, that. Oh, yeah. We have the showdowns all the time. They'd be the best. That was the funnest time of practice afterwards. It was. It always, and Scotty was always 
really good at that especially when it came down to that i always loved and then as we got older like my favorite time when coming back was with shrimp boats with jim bedard and come out and do gold warm you up that's the one thing that you and i always is i'd always ozzy wanted me to like i always come up before practice and shoot around and warm him up because it was what was it like him shooting on you i mean you had you yeah he when he came back he had it perfected yeah i did i was a great one because jimmy bedard always wanted somebody that wouldn't fool around and do exactly what he said so it'd be like you know, right pad, left pad, blocker, gloves. Yeah, just and, and it was something that, and and here's the one thing is that always, in a, if you know, Ozzy mentioned it earlier, but when he said about his turtleneck, that you know maybe we don't call it superstition; it's always routine. But I was always the last one, you know, touch the goalie, and it was always right out of strange brew. If everybody yeah. wants to know what I said to him, I tap both pads, they keep stick on the ice, watch the short side, and stop them all. Here we go. And, <laughs> Oh, yeah, and, if you watch the warm-ups back then, it was everybody was doing the same thing. So that's why I laugh when some of these goalies get mad at where they shoot. I'm like, they, they don't care where you are. They're shooting. There's If they score a hat-trick, they're shooting there again. So I was never really put a big emphasis on warm-up. That's why I laugh when a coach goes, oh, you didn't have a very good warm-up. I'm like, I don't, I don't care about the warm-up. No, I'm, warm-up. I'm in survival mode. I was just going to say, was there somebody that you, you hated to shoot on you in warm-ups because you knew they were uh, head-hunting? No, it sucked when you weren't playing because then you, you, you <laughs> laid oh, you on That's the, where the high heat comes. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, it's not, like, why? Like, you know, you're like, why? Just, you just leave the ice. You guys just shoot on, just put some something in there. Yeah, exactly. It's just a waste of time. So I can't, I can't uh, let you go without talking about I had a shutout in my warm-up before, by the way. In Vancouver, my last year, I had a shutout and warm-up. I come in the dressing room, Drapes is like, you're on fire today. You're unbelievable. Everybody's like, Jerry, and they, they had this great rap music on and warm-up too. I was like, just flying around. <laughs> like and and uh, I'm like, oh, God, tonight's going to be a great night. <laughs> oh, yeah, three shots. Uh, sorry, three goals on, that was in Calgary. Three goals in four shots in Vancouver. Out of the game, like seven minutes in. <laughs> so much for the... For the warm up, the shut I, I went to the bench and the boys go, Oh, so much for that warm up. Eh? Like, I was in Calgary once, I got scored on three goals and two shots. It was unbelievable. Wait, wait, what? And, and my buddies got in trouble. I didn't. <coughs> three goals and two shots? Yeah. Well, it won, um, Who put one on you? Corey Stillman, maybe, was coming out of the corner. Yeah. Lost the puck. And I went to get it, and I tripped over my... Sorry, I lost the mic there. Just like, <laughs> just like I lost this goal. I, I stepped on my glove with my skate. I fell backwards, and the puck went in my glove and flipped over my head and in. Three goals and two, two shots, swear, and I was out of the game. <laughs> it was unbelievable. And, and oh, now, you talk, you, you talk about Ken Holland now. You know, he took care of me, mentor, and everything else. Whenever that stuff would happen, he'd give me a, a check. Yeah. Like back in the day in training camp, it would be the red light beeping in your hotel. Like right. When you knew that thing was going off, it wasn't good. Like <laughs> you knew who it was. You knew who it was. Yeah. It wasn't just like Mac wasn't calling me to play Sega Genesis. No, no, right, right. banging on his door. Yeah, yes. that, that 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 was one of the coach, the GM, or your goalie coach, and that wasn't good. And back then there was barely a goalie coach. So if it was the goalie coach, you're really bad. How much of an influence? Like speaking of that, did or how much did you learn? Like because the emphasis, like you said, when we first came in, you learned more from your from your goalie guys or your summer didn't have a goalie, but near the end it had one where now they have coaches for everything. Yeah, I, I, well, you know, we grew up as pretty simple, right? You know, you work hard, you put in the work, uh, you take care of yourself, you're ready for camp, you be a good teammate. Yeah. I mean, one of the best quotes I've ever seen, Nicholas Cronwell just retires. Yeah. Well, what did you do? What was your, what was your main points of emphasis for your career? What made you so good? He goes, all I try to do is be a great teammate and work as hard as I could every day. Like, that's what you should tell every minor hockey league player, yeah. every young kid. That's all you did, and that's who you become. Yeah. And, and I thought that was so simple, but 
but carried so much clout. So chronic. And it was so awesome that he just said that. And I, I wrote it down. I mean, that's something that's going to live forever to me. And that's really, it's, it's all I try to do. And I think of all the goalie coaches I had, Billy Smith and for the Islanders, and he'd be like, I've had a bad game. Billy's looking around like, all right, I'll meet you across the street at the Marriott. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that now, to that point, it's not good because he, to me, and then I had a lot of different guys, and now these guys have spreadsheets about where, and it's changed, the analytics and the way right. the game is played. And, and But the goalies are really analyzed where you're making saves from this section of the ice. And to me, I, I think what Jim Bedard does is perfect. He keeps you... Uh, ready. He keeps you uh, keeps your game where it needs to be to be successful without overdoing it. Yeah. Goal, bad goals are going to go in. Yeah. That sheet's not going to help it. No. Because it went off, came from the sixth quadrant in the offensive zone and went in the lower left side. But you were in this move. Well, I, I see more goals going from the short side now than I ever have. And before it was like, well, if the guy shoots a bad angle, don't let it in. And and right. cover it up. Make sure you're covering him in low. But Jim Bedard, we it was repetition, doing the same thing over and over again. At, to the extent where you weren't even thinking. And that's what he did, where you went into these games and it just happened. And he wasn't nitpicking. He just quietly fixed your game here and there. And But you'd do that in practice, and you'd have a guy like Mac shooting on you 50 times in a row doing that. So then when you went into a game, you were that much better. You weren't even thinking. So I, I, I was always a simple guy. Um, you speak of Kent Holland. He was actually labeled as my goalie coach when I first came to Detroit. <laughs> yeah, assistant general manager, goaltending coach, Ken Holland was hilarious. Then it went to Dave Pryor. Yeah. And then it, who was in Washington when we played him. Right. And then Jim Bedard came after we won in 97. So in Trimpo, so what a beauty he is. Oh, oh love the guy to death. Uh, he's the best. And Jimmy? Uh, now yeah, he's working. Jim Dallas, Mills right? took him to Dallas, so he's in Austin, though. And usually... The minor minor league affiliates in baseball, they always have pitching coaches there all year. In hockey, that's not the case. They have a guy there for 10 days, maybe 14. And I'm always like, well, you guys are always saying you can't find goalies. You, you invest more in these guys. And I think Jim Bedard's kind of invented a new job. He's a veteran goalie coach that's won cups. Well, now he's with the young guys. Yeah. And it pays dividends having a guy like that there. And he does a great job in Austin, Texas. And he spruced his golf game up. Now I can't beat him, which is, I wouldn't want to say <laughs> Uh, I'm coming after you, Jimmy, if you're listening out there somewhere. Shrimp boats. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's awesome. Well, I, as you can see, I put on the Miracle Flow hat, so that means it must be the Miracle Flow fight of the night. And Ozzy, because you're my guest, um, you got one goal and you got one fight. Is that right? Yeah, that's it. I can't do any better than that, Mac. That's now, one and now one. will you take me through for everybody there? Because, um, well, first of all, Igor Larionov started this, which is shocking to start with. Again? This yeah. is you. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was him, wasn't it? No, he started mine. See how the memory goes? That helmet again, Max. I, I got oh, it. He helmet. started mine, but you had to come Who up. Who started this? Th well, this is your fight. Because Bernie remember. fought Wah when Iggy started it. Okay. We'll have to play it out and have you replay. Well, I see Kozlov. The Darren Pang is doing this. I just what are come you out thinking there. there? I, I'm not thinking much. I'm You're thinking, thinking of being a great teammate, right? Yeah, I think I'm getting my helmet off and everything off first. I didn't want to fight with my helmet on or my gloves. And I never fought before, so, but from watching watching guys like you, Proby, I, I can't throw a left. If, if There's nothing on that, man. But it I'm doesn't like, matter, but you, you may. started with I'm going to throw the left to set it up for a right. That's that what was, you did. And, and it, those things were just barely glancing. That was like a, a butterfly landing on your cheek, man. So you, want, you, want, you watched me punch guys. Yeah. So I started with my left just to see if I could open up the right. And then I remember being exhausted 
like well, within like 30 seconds. I was gassed. Never did that before. You got to train for that stuff. Well, that's... I was gassed. Then I was just trying to get him to the ground. I remember Scotty coming right up to the bench and yelling at him that he was going to get Patrick Waugh. He was mad at Patrick Waugh yeah. for th thinking he did all this stuff. And Scotty bumped everybody aside. And then my favorite thing about that is I got... The picture is everybody's laughing on the bench when I'm fighting. Everybody's smiling. Oh, dude, but there's uh, Isis. You got that picture? Yeah, and Tony Colucci. Oh, no, not that. Wait, hold on. Who's got... We? Yeah, we need oh, that. Yeah. But... Uh, Wait, who had, oh, uh, right here, um, Cindy had it, right there. Yeah, there it is, Scotty's right down there. That's me, I'm yelling Where? like crazy, my helmet. Yeah, there you are. Yeah. Is that Terry Gregson? It could be. I think it was, yeah. He was, I was thinking about all the refs. Oh, he tried to jump in there, I think. Did he? Actually, so there's another video that shows it in, in a, the replay. Yeah. It shows you like standing, standing, waiting, and then finally it shows you uh, gearing down and then jumping in there. And you do you do lead with the left, which surprised the hell out of me. So it was yeah, a nice uh, setup. So, so he, Those he, are he just is watching. Ones. He, he, he did. He, he said he paid attention hey, to you. Look at this. Is this a draft photo? Look at that mean <laughs> look. Look at that mean mug. Yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> That's your draft photo? You look... You look. <laughs> that's how like, old's Max? That's like a WWF photo from 1982. That's what it looks like. Like I'm trying to be. You mean. look like you like. I, I've never ever really look at that photo. What is that? I can't bro? believe I don't have a mock on. That's the thing. That, that, that is that, that's bull. I can't. You believe. Lie, hey, you you oh. wouldn't go anywhere without a mock. Listen, is it when Tiger won the Masters of that mock? I was the happiest guy in the world because yeah, I knew they were uh, coming back. I love that's. It. I love it. Anyways, the fight of the night. I wore it a few times. I'm not afraid to wear two mocks at once, Kluge. Oh, that's, that's pretty impressive. Mach yeah, 2. That's, that's not two. the razor. <laughs> that's the Miracle Flow Look fight of the that. night. Hold on. That's the only hair care products for guys with majestic flow and those who want it. Miracle Flow is specially formulated for athletes with longer hair to help rejuvenate the flow after the beating it takes in your sweaty helmet. Miracle Flow, bro. I got to get you some of this because I got my own, my own uh, grind time uh, Miracle Flow. Products with flow for guys. By guys with flow. Our shampoos used by NHL, MLB, uh, lacrosse, NFL, D1 athletes, and more. Remember, Miracle Flow, it's not just a hairstyle, it's a lifestyle. MiracleGrowHair.com, Instagram, Miracle Flow. Check it out on Instagram. The greatest mullets you'll ever see in your, one of the best Instagram mullet sites ever. Shout out to you, Phil. And it's, and it's Miracle Flow, not Miracle Grow, otherwise, I'd be using it. Uh, chia, chia, chia. Well, you said grow in there chia, one chia, time. Chia, there. Chia, Perry. <laughs> Perry, just stay like you are. You're perfect just like that. Yeah. I don't, what is, don't try to be somebody you're not going to be. I've learned that over time. Did you, oh, that's yeah. it. That, that, that's okay. exactly where... Uh, Shit, words of wisdom from where it goes. Ozzie, man. Yeah, like when you're roughing up in Traverse City. Yeah. And the net comes off and you count the goal. <laughs> hey. You know I'm not in that great a shape as no, it is. No, shit, I've always tried to no, protect yeah, you. The net came off. The drapes, Ozzie, drapes tell, drove the net tell him in the about alumni himself. game. I, I'm under Tell him siege. about himself. Tell him about, 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 yeah. Tell him how he came to pressure, peer pressure from drapes, right? Yeah, I'm he got siege. peer yeah. pressure. Oh, he no, no, no. Yeah, drapes would never get yeah, to me like that. Uh, we're, oh, wow. Drapes ran Mark Howe in the, in, in, in the game up in Traverse City. He was so fired up to play. I, I wasn't was there, that. though. We're I winning four. Remember, Jim Bedard was so mad that game. Anyways. Their team was stacked. Ours wasn't. I was under siege, and Drapes couldn't score, and I was getting tired. He he dumped. He ran me. He did. And the net came off. The puck goes in. There's Blush. Goal. I'm like, 
the net's, yeah. like, the net's in the corner. And then drapes <laughs> all over him. And he goes, oh, it was good. It was in before the net went off. I'm like, now, now we're in competitive mode all of a sudden, right? Like the game starts out all cushy and everybody's kind of feeling out process. And all of a sudden, drapes, boom. Well, it's fish and drapes and Shelly get carried away. When drapes almost fought Roberts in Toronto. Oh, I, in the outdoor. Remember yeah. that? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and he scored on a one-timing slap shot. Or, oh, I can't take slap shots, can you? Well, you're not. They're not supposed to. You know my favorite part of that? My favorite thing of that game was not only seeing all the guys, which was awesome, but when Thomas Holstrom had the penalty shot and Mike Palmatier made a sick save, and that was it for the night. He was off. He was done. (laughs) Dude, he robbed me on a one-timer. Drake's fed me, too. Homer went to the old-school move, too. I know. Did it, and did it really well, and Palmatier made a sick save, and that was it, right off the ice. I he's remember, allowed to I do, do that. I got a good story about Mike Palmatier too. I was I was down. I that was the, the, with the my Toronto wife. Maple left Toronto the Maple Leafs goalie. Yeah, I think I was with my wife in the Cayman Islands, and I was uh, snorkeling. And I'm snorkeling, looking around. Now I'm not very buoyant, <laughs> struggling a little bit. My wife was a swimmer. She fires around. I'm scared of the water, but I'm in there. I got a little life jacket on. I need one. <laughs> I'm looking. Snorkeling. You got a big life jacket on. I'm looking, on, and there was a guy yeah. with his hair like all out here. And I'm like, is that Mike Palmatier? He's in underneath <laughs> the water. So I'm like trying. to... I'm like, that's Mike Palmatier. He's like in the water with these ridiculous in, shorts on. And I'm like, so I go, uh, so now I'm trying to swim after You're him. in the Caymans get... and the first thing goes your mind is Mike <laughs> Palmatier is in, in the water. He's with in the water with me. <laughs> not sharks, so, not the so, Mike Palmatier. Yeah, I, so I, I chase him down. Aren't watched, I finally, f- I finally get hold of him in the water. We come up and I go, Mike, is that you? Mike, is that you? He's like, yeah, it's me. So of course we're, you know, Mike Palmatier. We meet back at the bar. Back in my drinking days, we meet back at the bar and oh my gosh. Full clinic, but the stories are unbelievable. One of my favorite days, when you're a goalie, you like to hang out with goalies, right? Like Darren right. Pang, you love hanging out with Pang. Oh, but I hang out. I, All I, you goalies love to love how the I hung stories. out with Mike Palmatier, and in Chicago, the Winter Classic, uh, Tony Esposito, down below, all night yeah, long. What was with, the best and, story Palmatier And with Brad McCrimmon, God bless him, one of the best guys yeah, ever. Beast. I was standing, sitting there, having some drinks with Beast is one of the best things I ever did. So that night, I'll never forget either. Palmatier, to say, I mean, not Palmatier, uh, Esposito telling me stories and about giving me... Uh, 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 you know what I like best about you is you just didn't care after you let in a bad goal. That's what he said. I was like, oh, that's awesome that he would say something like wow, that. Like, you know who I am? That's like one of uh, those, wait, yeah. you, and I'm you're like, Tony Esposito. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants. So, He's a, talking about goalies together, so five years ago during Joey's uh, Coaster Softball uh, tournament, yep. Jason Woolley tells me, he said, hey, let's go into the, the, the RV here. It's cool down. You know, we walk in there. There's Ozzy. There's Panger. There's Manny, and there's Eddie Mio. <laughs> Four goalies sitting And there. who is looking the and, best and, in, like, well, Eddie, you know. Well, Eddie. And, but Joey walks in and looks, and he goes, if this isn't the dumbest room I've ever been in. <laughs> there's only one of us that's going to make us look bad in that room. You know who that is. <laughs> yeah. I'm joking. Me. We'll say me for yeah, we, 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 will, we will for everything else. <laughs> um, no, that's awesome. So, so other than the... Uh, coaching kids hockey, doing the how many games do you know your schedule for the year? Does that how does that work, or do you go month to month with the? No, we, we work Fox it out. Sports? I'll ask for certain tournaments off so I can coach my son's team. Um, but now Murph's on. Murph's awesome. He comes on uh, depending on what Mickey Redman doesn't do the long trips out west. Depending on what he wants. Well, to you do. got you get to do them, don't you? Yeah, so I do those trips. You, I love going back to Canada, seeing John. Yeah. Edmonton, uh, go to Calgary, Ozzie's see my dad, buddies. Christopher John Osgood, um, but John's his dad out in Edmonton, shot out. That was a rock. That was, and, I, and you know what we talked about earlier? You never really, um, 
when when the season's going on, your last game, you never really put much into it, and then you think back. I was kind of my last ever game was at Edmonton, and we won oh, like four really? three. I never thought of that. And uh, my dad was at the game, but at the time, you never never comes to your mind. You never appreciate anything at the time it happens when you should do that a lot more. But uh, yeah, I get to go out to LA. I I haven't been to Vegas yet. Uh, probably it's not going to happen. They won't let me go there. Um, <laughs> Go to see Florida. that you said that I thought that you, but I'm good now. I, I think I can make it there. I'll be now. perfectly fine too. I'll yeah, be me perfectly too. fine. But I, I get to do some cool games. Mickey does Montreal, but Mickey's awesome. Uh, I love being on the on with him afterwards, having some fun with him and the stories he tells. He's a legend on so many different levels for sure. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, quick, uh, are we going off soon? Okay, no. But like, I mean, we're gonna have we got to save some stories for next I, time. Uh, I'm a, yeah. We're gonna have. I got one multi story I can tell as we're going off, and then we can send it into the. Okay, no, the sun's I, down for I, sure. I will keep that too, but no, because the next time you have in, I'm gonna have the power. Do you want me to save a, it? Okay, I'll no, save no, 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 no. I don't I'll want you to save it. it. I, can I want save you to. I want you to out it. Go ahead and tell it now. Yeah, I let's hear about malts. What's your? Let's hear about malts. Seriously, give so malts out malts. Love malts. We all love malts, and it's not a bad. That, that's not setting malts up for something bad. But uh, Maltz hurt his shoulders last year. Yeah. Couldn't play. Uh, really hurt it bad. He had to get surgery. It was just kind of the same thing for me. He was probably going to retire at the time. Uh, we're playing Ottawa in the afternoon hockey in Canada, like 1 o'clock game. Maybe it was 3. Uh, Maltz wasn't supposed to play. Right. He was at a charity event the night before with his wife at, a, for, at, at with Lockmore Golf Course. And, uh, the penitentiary. Yeah, the, I hate that course. Always he, Ozzie always called the penitentiary because he'd hit a good shot. On he'd hit a good shot. It would hit. Yeah, I put more balls in the residential. Too many car passes for you, oh. bro. Oh, and, and everything went left to right, and I go right to left. Yeah. So it wasn't a good hookup for me. Anyways, so Maltz is in, in the sauna. We're in the sauna after, and we're stretching out. And uh, after the pregame, not pregame, so we're in the morning. And Babs comes in. Somebody couldn't play, or somebody said, Maltz, you're in. Kicks him. Maltz is like, Jeez, I was like, he was, you know, at his event, not feeling particularly 100% that right, day, put right. it that way. So Maltz is, can barely, his shoulder's done, Mac. He's done. So the game starts, Max takes a, uh, Max. <laughs> Maltz takes a backhander on Anderson. Fans on it, but you know, as a goalie, you fan on it, it's almost worse. It's like a changeup in baseball. Through his legs, Maltz scores. The whole bench erupts because Maltz is like barely played. <laughs> Gets this unbelievable goal, goes against the boards. Everybody's jumping on the whole bench is ecstatic. He comes off. Todd Beam, the fabulous PR guy for the Red Wings, Beamer. comes down. Maltz is going to be on Hockey Night in Canada between him with the headset, right? In the hallway. Right. I'm like, oh, this is Maltz's last game. I go, perfect. I go, I grab the water bottle, right? Hockey Night in Canada. <laughs> Pour a full Molson Canadian in it. <laughs> the set's in the hallway. I go right. set it. I go give it to Beamer. Go put it out by the set. So he puts it on there. So I can't wait for the period end. I'm like, I'm not even like watching it yet. I'm, I'm like, okay, okay. So we rush into the room in the lounge there. We watch it. Maltz is on there. The headset's on. He's got this water bottle. But he's talking so much, you know. He, yeah. It's not coming up. Like, it's yeah. It's like, he doesn't, I want him to take it. All of a sudden, the last question comes. He takes a big drink. It gives it one of those. All I can hear, like, from... I'm in the dressing room by where, you know, where the training room is. I can hear him, fucking Ozzy. He <laughs> storming down. And he was mad through the water bottle. You can't put beer in my water bottle. like. That. And he loved it. Molson came. Todd Beam still has that water bottle in his office, a legendary water bottle. That's Molson's last game That's he ever a, played. Uh, a goal and a beer. Who can say that? Yeah, the same there game. you go. Yeah. Yeah. 
Kirk Mopey. God, I, I love. We it. love him. That's we that, love him. That story part was, of the grind line. Hey, that story grind lines. Oz, Chris Osgood, <laughs> Kirk Mopey, Spence. It's nice when you two go at each other instead of all the rest of us over the times. Oh. But that was brought to you by uh, the Jeffrey Group and Rhonda Monet of Gold Star Mortgage. Whether you're first time home buyer or simply making a move, give yourself a distinct advantage in this fiercely competitive market. Put a winning team behind you. The Jeffrey Group of America Integrity. Yeah. Hey, so Rhonda Monet, this Rhonda, Brian Wilson, Ozzy, not that you know, but the Beach Boys. I know that. Yeah. So this Rhonda. Yep. That he actually sang the song to her in Maui. Really? Yeah, I tell it every week. A gold star I love mortgage. These stories. I know. Join forces to make sure you land your dream home. Their passion for going the extra mile shows from the first phone call to the day you're handed the keys. Take an incredibly complex process and made it simple and transparent. Call Jeffrey Cavanaugh at 734-306-9027 today. Take the first step to your new front door. Gold Star Mortgage is an equal opportunity lender. NMLS number 3446. Perry, what isn't the Gold Star Mortgage golf tournament tomorrow that we won't be able to Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to make. But uh, we send our thoughts and uh, uh, thank you for everything that those guys do. We look forward to seeing you at the grind time. Uh, golf outing, golf which outing. anybody yep. needs to any information. Perry, your email is working, right? Yes, it is. Perry at DarrenMcCurdy.com if you want to get involved. on uh, So that's September 22nd, Sunday. I like Perry doing this better than refing, I must say. So do I. <laughs> so do I. Although you know Perry's pretty good alumni ref, he's got oh. he's probably got. I'll give you that the best alumni ref. He's got there. some great I'll, helpers. I'll, I'll definitely work. Yeah, I'll, I'll work with you. You know how to. You know how to. It's more managing I, than refing, especially when I, I got to get a read from you like early yeah. in the well, game. Because I, you know I, how, the, fa- how red is his face. You know the guys <laughs> that complain. Oh, yeah. I, I don't. I don't love playing in those anymore. I used to like it. No, you got to play it. out, bro. I've been telling yeah, you this yes, for years. Honestly, you got to play out. Maybe I'm just being a bit of a wimp, but the only guy that can ever look bad in those games is me. In that, and, I, not, and, I, and, I, and right. I've made myself look bad enough times that I'm kind of done with that. <laughs> Bro, you don't want to strap them up. You don't. You hate. You yeah, hate putting on, the gear start on. Skating out like stuff. You've done it enough. You got like, 400 wins. Like I trained for two months for that game at at Comerica. I know you did. And Ty Domi <laughs> shot one along the ice, and I went into this ridiculous pad stack. It was like my brain stopped for like three seconds. And he thought it was the greatest goal in the, in the world, Ty I Domi. And I, I love Ty. Don't right. me. But I'm like, are you kidding me? And I did get scored on by Lanny McDonald, which I enjoyed that's, because that's, I grew up watching Lanny play for the Madison. You let it in. Then he scored for Montreal. Remember where Patrick was? It was almost oh, the same yeah. shot. I'm like, that was kind of cool. Yeah, that was. And that's when I swore with my mic on, on oh, Fox. You and did. I got in trouble. In the, yeah. A little you bit did. of trouble. Well, they but I was a rookie then. I don't know what was going on. No. No, you were just going with But them. my favorite game we played there was against, remember we went down there and played just with friends and we were playing against each other? That was outstanding. Ron Sanko was trying to score anybody. Could That's why the ice got ruined, you know that. Because he was skating on it. Yeah. yeah was that I'll, down at Comerica? Yeah. Did were you there head? for that? Yeah, yeah, I was there. I was out yeah. there. Yeah. Greg, my buddy, was there for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's when, that, that's when my friend's wife walked into the dressing room and there was a couple of guys that were naked that were kind of over the hill. Oh, she wasn't too... Uh, wasn't too impressed No, with those weren't the guys she was looking for to be no, naked. No, we'll no, put it that way. Uh, they weren't. <laughs> yeah, so be careful. That just says, be careful where doors you walk into the alumni. Yes, I'm walking through good doors now, Mac. That's good. good. I'm proud of you, Oz. Yep. Proud of you. So, uh, first annual Grind Time Golf Tournament is uh, Sunday, the 22nd. Uh, get a hold of Grind Time or email Perry or Nick at DarrenMcCarty.com. That's Nick. Yeah, go to Nick on that. I'll go to Nick? Okay. Yep. Well, they can email you and you can send them whatever right. way. Um, I will be 
Um, you going up to camp at all? Or no? You you finagle every your way t- out of if that. If I even start heading that direction, they'll try and get me to play in that game. <laughs> so you just know better. No better. You'll get lo- you'll get looped in. See, that's why I do the comedy and actually Grinders going back. Grinders playing Friday night up in Gale. Are you guys playing? Yeah, oh, we're no having boy. the. Yeah, Comedy. but it's easy to be you guys. You guys have you guys have conversations on the bench. You fly around. There's the grind line. You guys can do whatever you want. If I if I let in ten goals, so bro, I can tell you a story. Play out. No, yes, I can tell you a story. My wife was crying, laughing. We we bust the next day to the Winter Classic game. Okay, at Ann Arbor, we're there. We leave early. My buddy ticket is absolutely a disaster. We're going out there, so we're a little behind. The bus stops. It's snowing. It's beautiful. We get off. I get off the bus. Some, some like I played the night before in that game. Like yeah. I was, I don't know. I can't handle this pressure anymore. Like this game. I get off the bus. Some guy goes, "Yeah, Ozzy, he was really struggling yesterday. He was bad." I'm like, "God damn it!" <laughs> <laughs> right, right from it's there, I told, right from there, yeah, I told my buddy, "I'm never playing again. I don't need that anymore." <laughs> like, it, 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 uh, done. Right. Done. I'll just sit there and I'll, I'll I'll do this at the game. I'll commentate with Ken Kell. Blue, no, I'll ref with you. Come on. There, oh, there you go. But I'm going to be like Paul Stewart. I'm going to bust balls out there. Good luck. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Well, you know what? Oz, uh, are you playing any golf? Who's you got? Sparingly. Uh, sparingly. Um, going up north in like two weeks. But, Mac, I have no time anymore. I golf like once a week in the summer, maybe uh, not a lot. And when I do, I, I nestle myself. I'm not ashamed to say I go up to the white tees now, push it up there a little bit sometimes. Well, you know, we're not here to show show off. Nothing wrong. Else. I have nothing but wrong. But I am I am committed to my game again. I like it. I'm gonna say I'm gonna put it this way: it's different playing golf now than it used to be. Yes, I'm seeing <laughs> things way too much. I like I like putting the way I was putting before. Then though, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Oh yeah, yeah. Are you putting now? Absolutely. You're, hey, you see all the intricacies, yeah. and right? You, and you and you think way too I, much. I was oh, just yeah. gonna say you're thinking now. That could be a problem. Yeah, but it, I'm gonna beat it, Bruce. I'm gonna win. Do you have I'm a gonna favorite get back. Golf course, no. or or one that you'd want to play that Arcadia, man. You love Arcadia. I like the South Course. is awesome. I like Arcadia. I've golfed a lot, like Predator Ridge. I went to Bandon Dunes. It's awesome. Um, I went overseas. Carnoustie and Turnberry, one of the best days ever. Played both of those. How about Cabot? That was awesome. You in Canada? Cabot? No, I haven't. I missed that this year. Tyler Wright told me it was awesome. I heard it's unbelievable. I'm, I love golf still. I'm going to commit myself to it and get my game back together. Well, I, you know what, Oz? Because you're over um, in Plymouth. Yeah. But uh, Cattails Golf Course, 18-hole championship track. I've golfed that. Lion. Yeah. Yeah. Former home of the LPGA Futures, Michigan Amateur Qualifier, and more. Two very unique nines, one unique golfing experience. Perry's balls are all lost That's in a the great course in the front. I love it. Hardwoods and native force on the back. Range multiple practice series and a full bar. Menu at the clubhouse. Come on out to the course of the Grind Time family plays. So come on out. You can play out there. Anybody, check out our Facebook page for an exclusive offer to Grind Time fans. Get you 18 holes in a cart for $25 during the week. Anytime you want to go out there, kid. You come on out there and, and whack it around, but that's where we're going to have our uh, outing. Look forward for the 22nd. A week from Sunday. week from Sunday. I will be at the Bell Iron Grill Friday, 7 o'clock comedy, 8.30 Russian 5 movie, 10.30 grinder. Bam! D-Mac. D-Mac hat trick. And then I'll be, in Marquette. I'll be up in Marquette for comedy on Saturday. I'll be with my boys from the Mitten State Monday in a golf tournament. And, oh, a lot of information, guys, within the next week, hopefully by uh, next Wednesday's program, 
Uh, we'll have the merch all on uh, DarrenMcCarty.com. We were up. Uh, thank you to Jake, uh, Josh, uh, Tina, everybody up at Sunfrog and uh, in Gator. I was actually Nick and I were up there yesterday, getting this uh, merch dialed in. I uh, love that area, Gaylor. It's great. Jen and I went there uh, years ago on the All Star break, and I ordered room service. And I forgot to put my clothes on, and the woman opened the door. I was naked, standing right there. That's my story about Gaylor. But what a time! And I was in the bar. Of course, back then I was in the bar, but there was a great singer singing, and Ken Cal, who I didn't know a lot of the time, his weird old things worked out, sat and had drinks with him all night with him, Isn't he? and it was great, and at that time I didn't know him a lot, so it was great, it's weird how things work out, I ran into him, and him and I have hit it off ever since. Hey, isn't that but a great, great area guy. at Gaylord, for sure. It is, there it is, Ozzy That's gets uh, the great plug. Goes, yeah. Ozzy gets the great plug, so... Well, Ozzy, uh, so uh, what do you got going on? Uh, um, Saginaw, you know, you're yeah, doing, what's I, up? You know, with? I'd like to make it more up there. I, I just don't have the time to do it. B- Brandon Bordeaux, uh, he's up there. He does a lot of stuff for that team. Very good team right now. Perfetti ranked third overall. Uh, we have a lot of good players. Had a great run last year. Was up 3-1 on Guelph. Lost yeah. the series, though. Um, so this year, our goaltending's real good. Like I said, I haven't been up. I didn't see a game last year between... the. Doing Red Wing games and coaching my son's team, ironically, um, hockey games are all on the same night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right, so right. You can't up. be in three different three spots at the same time. So I've I've committed to coaching my son's team full-time, so I'm into that a lot, trying to work my work schedule around that. So I just don't get a chance to go up there. But it's an old barn. Mac knows where it is. Uh, entertaining. Go up there and check it out. They got a lot of good players, and they should have a good run this year. That's a, we're talking about the Saginaw spirit of yep. uh, Ontario Hockey League. And then you, your role there is? I'm just part owner. Part owner, okay. I would call it more of a silent, silent owner right owner. now. Yeah, you, you, you're not working silent with Silent partner would be good. Silent partner. And, and Very silent. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess if you're not. When you see no games in one full season, you're very silent. I was going to you're, you're not getting up there. Yeah. yeah. yeah but, but, hey, but you love that area. But you I get know. the update. Yeah, I get the updates all the time. You follow Craig Goslin, who does a fantastic job the up goose. there. The Goose. The Goose does awesome stuff up there with that team, puts in tons of work. He is a staple in the OHL for sure. Yes. Uh, unsung hero up there in Saginaw has done a great job, and hopefully, you know, you talk about winning for guys, I hope they win for him because he's put so much Absolutely. work into that team. Yes. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, fabulous. Well, you know what, Oz? Um, appreciate it. Uh, everything uh, over the years, we've had some uh, some <laughs> good times. We didn't even get into you pulling the guy's tie. At, oh, uh, there's so much in Royal Oak that one night that I had to come to your rescue. Is you that know? Fifth Avenue? Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you ever rescue me? You listen. It's mutual. I've rescued you many Absolutely. times. Absolutely. Hey, you've rescued me. You've <laughs> markered me. Well, I've I've felt the gamut. Like you said, I was the easy target. But I used to tell everybody, well, you used to practice on me. You know, like to see if it would work and then, then move it on to the others. But I'm glad. You know what my favorite part is that those young kids in the aisle, that, you know, it all comes around in the end, right? Wow. So thank you to Chris Osgood, Josh, and thank you for the uh, Russian Five update. We look for it. Good luck with that. Uh, Perry, as always, McCool, great job over there. Uh, everybody else. Um, until next time, next week. Now, I think next week we're supposed to have Drapes in, but we'll see. Cause is he? Is, he's supposed to come in he's next week. Not uh, confirmed, but he, he's, he's definitely He's on the short on. list. He's either going to be him or, hope, he, he him or TJ to. Lang. So we'll either talk football Drapes or talk on the hope hockey. List. He's on the ho- Well, he's, uh, he's actually, you know, I, I, I put him on more of the ho- 
more than Mahomes. Once you get Drapes, he's very good. Oh, of I course he is. He's very good. But he's got a business card. Who will he talk about? <laughs> I don't know. That's an interesting. You're gonna have to ask him that when he comes here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that that'll be interesting for all of us. So one of these one of these times, I'm gonna, Ozzy, I'd love to have you back with all the rest yeah, of the boys, sure. and I'll let you. I'll let oh, you, you want to get a round table going? All right. I do. I do. Oh. I, yeah, I'll do that. That'll be my gift to the rest of the fans, so you can see how it really was. But before you leave, you gotta make sure you sign your banner. Yeah, absolutely, roll. fantastic. Yes. All right, guys. Uh, this grind time for this Wednesday, 9/11. I want you to, to take a moment right here. Um, Ozzy, quick, do you remember where you were 9-11 this, this time 18 years ago? Traverse I, I was Traverse City. We were in Traverse City. I just got off the Wingate bike. I was I was leaned over. I was ahead of you. I was in the – I was done you doing were, the fitness testing. I was just standing remember, up. Remember the gym upstairs? I was there. Yeah. Do you remember driving back? Cause we, I think we were going to go golf, but all the planes landing. Yeah. That's the thing I remember the most. They brought like 100 planes down in like yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah, you could see him. I remember, yeah. So it's, it, and you know what? 18 years later, you know, it's, uh, God yeah. bless everybody. And, you know, I was thinking about it today, but, you know, that's like our Pearl Harbor. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like to bring it all together. So to everybody who, uh, you know, keep that in your memory, uh, obviously, uh, uh, you know, what else can you, what we'll else never can you forget. say? We'll never forget and, and never do forget to everybody who's, uh, sacrificed uh, lost their lives and enabled us to do this thing so here on grind time with darren mccarty remember on this wednesday night 9 11 no matter how many times you fall down get your ass back up thanks us we're out that's a great great quote too i'm using that Mac. <laughs> using that free, buddy. Oh. awesome awesome